Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Give me a sack. Sack! Yes. (laughs) How about those friggin' pirates? It's me, Amanda Garcia. (laughs) Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love for you to be a part of the show and join the chat gang on YouTube and Facebook Live. We'll be with you throughout the entire show there. You can also find a lot of other goodies at Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a like and uh, enjoy the program and be a part of this program. All right, coming up on this Wednesday show... Ken Watlington, WNCT Channel 9, will join us coming up in about 20 minutes or so. We will uh, GTL. We'll guess the lines. We'll talk a little football. Talk some uh, MLB playoffs as that is about to get underway or just did get underway. Keep you up to date with all of that. And more uh, with Ken Watlington coming up in 20 minutes. Sa Seabor joins us at 4 o'clock. I think we could all use a dose of sigh right now the way this football season's going we'll talk some pirate hoops guess what spoiler alert sigh is excited and optimistic about this basketball team and he's going to tell you all about it we'll run through the roster we'll look uh, around the league we'll talk about it all with sigh seymour coming up at four o'clock on today's show p mace patrick mason has some work duties but we expect to see patrick mason sometime in hour number two uh preview the epic matchup coming up thursday night between the bears and the commanders uh and more with p mace and in hour number three will bland jh rose head football coach will join us it's another rose conley showdown coming up this friday right here on pirate radio we'll talk to will bland today get the rose perspective on it we'll talk to nate connor tomorrow get the conley perspective on things so we'll talk to both head coaches involved in the game coming up friday night which you can hear right here on pirate radio so that is the plan for today's show shirley rhodes is here putting out major fires chandler honeycutt is here looking very pink on this wednesday hello chan man hello clipper hello, and happy Ch- hello chan hello how are you great happy uh breast cancer awareness month i didn't even know shirley was there she was under the desk <laughs> i thought she had walked out of the room no, she's here. We got uh, some issues going on, but uh, Shirley's going to hopefully take care of those. And uh, Chan Man is good to go on this Wednesday. Usually I do a vibe check right about now, Chandler. I guess I can get one for the Panthers. Ten. Oh, no, for, not for the Panthers. <laughs> but you meant for ECU football with it being the bye week. You feel good about this bye week? Yeah. That you don't have good. to be here on Saturday? Yeah. Uh, ten out of ten. Yeah. That is a good feeling no doubt yeah you see the um promo picture for today's show it's me and ken watlington it's me it's ken 
Ken That's Soprano. That's who's on the show. <laughs> Ken and Chan. I like that. You like that? You like that? Steve liked like smashed he smashed the like we appreciate that he also said his trivia team ec skin will successfully defend its title tonight eight o'clock sports trivia at aj's come on out we got playoff baseball and college football on tonight can't wait at aj's can't wait that's exciting excitement time yes sir jerry smashed the like and said good afternoon prl family family good afternoon to you jerry tyler says what's up what's up and moronic mondays said what up clip what up chandler what up what up double m shirley how you doing i'm doing fine now fire has been put out oh you got it oh man fire's been put out we're good we're good good deal uh was not expecting a resolution that quickly so i am neither was (laughs) pleasantly surprised you know how you know they say uh well in radio especially us old school radio folks that uh, go as far back as having to do reel to reels and things like that we used to say all the time when something doesn't work you bang on it until it does yeah well pretty much that's what i did good um but I mean, I obviously I didn't bang on anything, but uh, sometimes all it takes is unplugging something and letting it sit for about thirty seconds to forty-five seconds, and plugging it back in, and voila, it worked again. We Cannot are all tell you good. why it happened. You know what happened? Happened, but I think it, it works had, now. It had something to do with that emergency alert that went out. Yeah, I mean, it, it was coming from all different directions because I was sitting here in the studio, so I had my phone. We have we have a phone that we use for our broadcast stuff. You had your phone. Well, you'll hear it during the Cy Seymour interview. Yeah, because I recorded it and my phone was on while uh, that was going. <laughs> well, on. you couldn't have yeah, and and then of course we have an EAS system here, so that was going off. So it sounded like it was coming from seven hundred different directions in here. So it was pretty loud, but um, thankfully it only lasted just a few seconds and then it was over. All right, Sean, can we get our Fleet Feet rundown? Uh, Josh, before we do, uh, Josh on Facebook said, was it another fire on Wimbledon Drive? Oh, man. No, because that was a brush fire. This was a five-alarm major major fire if it was not fixed in a hurry. So it would have drastically affected the on-air performance of our show today. And, uh, I mean, I had a backup plan in case I couldn't get it fixed, but thankfully it worked uh eric said when i heard that alert i had flashbacks to that atrocious wimbledon brush fire <laughs> let's bring that back i'm still waiting on a documentary about that and a that, 30 for 30 that day just uh a day we'll never forget yeah the wimbledon brush fire it caused smoke to be in like four different states at once <laughs> just a simple brush fire <laughs> I was told by a official of the fire department. Oh, that was so funny. Uh, that was funny, too, because higher, I was like... Higher, There you go. Chandler, no matter what your reasoning is and what you're about to say, it's not going to make this any better. And actually, it did make you look a little better that somebody from the fire department... From the Greenville Fire Department. But still, just uh, just a great, great moment in uh pirate radio and chon history uh jamie says would clipper chandler know how to fix any of that stuff no nada although i did alert shirley to further issues i feel like i did a little bit not a lot baby girl but a little bit <laughs> jamie says a bit. i work in the av industry adult videos interesting 
<laughs> What's your name? <laughs> what movies you been in? What's your name? <laughs> uh, he said 80% of service calls are fixed by rebooting something. Have you turned it off and turned it back on? Okay, first of all... Um, I can't wait it's, for a second of all. It's slightly condescending when somebody asks you that because you have to... And the reason why I say that is because being someone in the AV world, mm. um, adult videos, mm. audio visual, you ding dong, um, you ding dong. The <laughs> he's over here snorting. Um, but it, it, having said that, you know, you would you would be inclined to think that I knew enough to reboot before I decided. Uh oh, we've got a major fire. Right, that was one of the first things you did. That is the first thing I did was reboot, and then I realized, uh oh, that did not fix said problem. Eric heard that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are raising money for those affected by the Wimbledon brush fire. <laughs> Will there be a benefit concert? <laughs> uh, that at is four point, at Five Points Plaza. At Four Points Plaza. Uh, they sorry, took away there one is of the points. Point. No, I was thinking <laughs> there is a place called Four Points, so I, that's what jumped in my brain, but Five Points Plaza. Chan, could you bring me the um, Roku remote, please? Sure. I, I meant to bring it in here so I could flip on some post-season baseball. baseball. Let's Let's go. Go. I enjoyed it last night. Yeah, it's last night. What'd you say? Uh, What'd you say? I said I enjoyed some last night. Okay. Um, let's get to our Fleet Feet rundown. Brought to you by Fleet Feet. Locally owned and operated by ECU alum Chris Lunyon. Fleet Feet of Greenville provides solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. Fleet Feet has the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe, including a 3D foot scanner. You can go see him at 207 East Arlington Boulevard on the uh, in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for who? You. That's right. MLB playoffs yesterday we saw the Rangers win game one great pitching performance by Jordan Montgomery and the bullpen and the Rangers take game one in Tampa after that it was the Twinkies winning their game uh, and going up one nothing over the Blue Jays those uh, Blue Jays bats were held at bay last night the Brewers got out to a three nothing lead and then the Diamondbacks just started dropping bombs and the D-backs went it over the Brewers to take game one on the road. And also last night, the Phillies beat the Marlins, taking a one nothing series lead. The great thing about the wild card, the great thing about the baseball playoffs, they really fly by. You get a lot of games back to back, not a ton of time off like uh, the NBA and other sports. Uh, uh, they are right back at it right now with the Rangers and Rays going at it. And already a double for the Rangers. They have one on and one out in the first inning on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. First of all, for in the Phillies game against the Marlins. First of all. Uh, first of all, um, what had happened was uh, Zach Wheeler, first of all, uh, played... <laughs> Dang it. Is that your new crutch? No, it's not. It's not supposed to be my crutch. <laughs> Zach Wheeler pitched a whale of a game. I mean, he had seven strikeouts. Call him Zach and, Whaler. Uh, yeah, call him a whale. Zach Whaler had a whale of a game. Um, but also, Jeff Hoffman uh, played a crucial role because he had to come in in the eighth inning. There were two outs, runner on first. Huh. All he had to do was get a batter out, and that would help protect the lead because at the time, they were up two runs, but uh, the Marlins were starting to, to uh, throw 
threaten it at that point. And Jeff came in and did exactly what he needed to do uh, to protect that lead. So uh, kudos to Jeff Hoffman. Uh, Sean Armstrong is in the bullpen for the Rays. However, he has not yet made an appearance as uh, they got shut out 4 nothing yesterday. So there was... I don't know. Somebody, I was actually reading the Rays have the lowest attendance. Oh, it's brutal. I mean, it is just bad. So yeah. explain to me, um, you know, uh, why they even have a baseball team in a place that just doesn't seem to be that, you know, I guess baseball is just not their thing. And they're so good every year. It's kind of a shame. That doesn't make any. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. There are fan bases all over the nation that would love to have this raised team that would show up and support them, but Tampa is not one of those places. Maybe it's because they have too many pro teams, and I guess everybody's just kind of their loyalties go elsewhere. I guess I was listening I don't know. to another show, Pick Central, earlier today. They said the stadium's way out of the way, and uh, it's like okay. that's part of it. Uh, the stadium is not cool. It's a don't like I don't know. Just there, there are reasons I guess, but it is really lame to look up and see play. Out. Did you see Minnesota? Minnesota, Minnesota. Did you see Minnesota yesterday? Fans were going nuts, and then they got red, red October in Philadelphia, and the brew the. Uh, Front row Amy was out there last night. Do you know front row Amy? Do I? I saw that <laughs> smile on your face. That sly grin. Do I? Uh, front row Amy was sitting beside Marlins man at the uh, Brewers game. And Marlins man was not even at the Marlins game. Yeah, I don't. I guess he's not a. Is he a Marlins fan or is he just Marlins man? He reps them. He reps Very them good. at other places. It's uh, strange. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what his uh, deal He's is. He's got a lot of money. I know that for a fact. Uh, Jamie says, do you think attendance would be an issue if Charlotte or Raleigh ever got a baseball team? Yeah, probably. Well, apparently the owner of the uh, Carolina Hurricanes is um, very interested in trying to put together a group to bring um, a major league team to North Carolina. So It's I, just that there's a million games and like, I don't know. They, they don't matter as much as one football game matters. Like, I wouldn't I, – I, I don't have much interest in going to a Major League Baseball game unless it's a playoff game. Now, I know some people like to go just for the peanuts and Cracker Jacks and all and that the stuff. the atmosphere, yeah. yeah. But when I have, if I go to a game, I want I wanted to mean something. Game 79 of a 162 As opposed to season. going to a regular season game at Truist Park. Yeah, I mean, they, I guess you would go for a visit or a vacation, but like it wouldn't, but the game wouldn't matter unless it's a playoff game. You know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, so you're saying that you would not go to any Major League Baseball game if it's not a postseason game? If I had the choice, I would much rather go to a regular season football game than a baseball game by far. I agree. But that, so that makes you a football guy as opposed to a baseball guy? Because like for I'm not a baseball guy. Because I would I would you know one of my bucket list items is to be able to go to Fenway. Baseball's boring. It's not to me. There's just so many games. And I said so it. many of the games in the season. I'm mean about nothing. to get tarred and feathered. No score. Bottom of the first. Uh, base hit the right field. I mean I, I and they're throwing up in the bullpen. I like the game, but I don't like it like some people do. Some like Brandon Manning. If he heard me say baseball is boring, superstitious beer, come in here and fight, fist fight me. 
but like i just i don't know i mean i'm there for the experience yeah and you know, I mean, I, I do I do enjoy the game, but you're right. I mean, I'm not going to pay 100% to what's going on on the field. It, to me, it's more of the atmosphere. It's the experience is being around other other fans. In this case, if I'm at Fenway, it'd be other Red Sox fans. So it, it's more the experience rather than the game. But I get what you're saying. Um, but sometimes I'm at a football game and I don't I don't pay 100% to the to the game itself. Chad said, Clip not a fan of baseball as he wears a baseball team hat. My God, Chad, you just roasted me into the sun. Will I ever recover? <laughs> roasted. <laughs> Man. Got him. Oh, that's funny. Glad I have all these papers to fan the flames because you roasted me so bad there, Chad. That is a ridiculous amount of papers right there. It's a ridiculous face. <laughs> I'm tired of y'all's crap. Wow. How right. you doing, Clip? Joey, what's up, buddy? Nothing much. How about you? Good to see you. Good to see you, too. You like, urinated in your cornflakes today. I like that Panther shirt. Appreciate it. That's cool. Trying to rep my 0-4 Panthers. Hey, you got to rep the team. As you should. As you should. Got to. Got to, re- got to represent the boys. All right, Wednesday night football. Am I reading that right, John? Oh, you are. Clip. There's Wednesday night football tonight? Yes, There is. Ah. There's two games tonight. Two games tonight? FIU being one of them. Hey, uh, what'd you say to me? FIU. Uh, F-U-I-U. FIU <laughs> is at New Mexico State. That's the nightcap. Before that, it'll be Jacksonville State 4-1 and one against Middle Tennessee. Who is Jacksonville State's head coach? Whoever took over uh, after Dion? No, that's Jackson, Jackson State. State. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, he has coached. Uh, he was a Michigan man. Don't tell me. He Rich is, Rod. Rich Rod is correct. Rich Rod's at Jacksonville Rich State. Rich Rodriguez wow. is the head coach at Jacksonville State. Four and one, taking on Middle Tennessee. No way that guy's still at Middle. Stock still? He's not still there. Either. Oh yeah, he is. Stock still there? Stock still there? <laughs> Man, how long has he been there? Remember, Rick, he was Rick almost Stock the still? ECU coach. Was he? But when we fired Ruff, uh, I, was it? It might have been or when I, we hired Ruff. Actually, oh, 2006. He has been there. Look at the numbers. I mean, he's just and look at his overall record: one ten and one oh seven. I mean, he's right there around six, seven, eight, five wins a year, uh, but off to a bad start this year. So they have uh, stuck with their man. All right. So, yeah, two football games tonight. We'll watch them at AJ's. Absolutely. It'll be fun. Playoff baseball, college football, trivia going on, 8 o'clock, uh, AJ's every Wednesday. Come join us. Uh, we will have a good old time tonight. Hopefully, uh, Rondo and his uh, crew comes tonight. Josh says, Clip woke up and chose violence. Ah, I'm just playing, just getting a little rise he's out of folks today. Joshing. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. He's just Josh. I'm just joshing, man. Just having a little fun on a Wednesday. Um, Joey, are you ready? Is it? Uh, it's almost T-shirt time. You wild. You wild. You want to do something, do something. You want to do something, do something. You want to do something. <laughs> that sounds like Joey. Yeah, I'm probably being a different. Universe. What's going on here? Uh, GTL. 
guess the line. It's not just Jim Tan Laundry, folks. It is guess the lines. We're going to do that when Ken Watlington comes in uh, just a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I have not even looked at the slate this week because my commandos play on Thursday. So I don't even know. And, and I'm going to wait until we play guess the line so I can see what the best 1 o'clock games are, how many 4 o'clock games are there. I do believe we do have another London game. Todd? No. Ta? Titans play in London next week. Titans. So I don't know who's this week. <clears throat> I believe, as the Dudley boys would say, Devon, get the table. Because I think it's the Bills. The Bills. I the believe Buffalo it's the Bills. Bills. So do the Jags, and I lied, I'm going to look it up now. Do the Jags just like hang out over there? It's like they're, uh, it's like they're second home. This game, they're playing uh, at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Hotspur. Hotspur. Big, and big the stadium. Bills and the Jaguars. I've always wondered this. So they say, like, go Spurs and all that. What is what is the word Hotspur? I don't understand it either. I've never... It's just some type of chicken bird. I got a lot of questions about the team names. I can probably answer What is Arsenal? Arsenal, uh, so, like... They're they're the gunners. I know. So you have an arsenal of guns. Okay, so it's not in the name of a place. I have an answer. On what? On why they are called hot spurs. What hot spur? Hot spur. Excuse me. I I. Uh, what is it? Okay, Tottenham Hotspur Crest has featured a cockerel. Harry Hotspur. Uh, watch your language. Mm-hmm. Harry Hotspur, after whom the club is named after, was said Hotspur. to have given the net the nickname Hotspur as he dug in his spurs to make his horse go faster as he charged in battles. Wait, so the guy's name was Harry Hotspur? Yes. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. Cool. Neat story. Cool. And Neat story. spurs thing. are also associated with fighting chickens. Mm-hmm. Another thing that confused me, uh, Joey, is Arsenal's coach was Arson. Arson Wenger. That was yeah. very confusing to me. Yeah. Like did they name the team after him? I I could I no. couldn't understand it. Um, another question is the Newcastle team named after the alcoholic beverage? No, that's a city in in, in England. You sure? Yeah, Newcastle. I, yeah, yeah, Newcastle. Okay, fair enough. Oh, am I supposed to be helping him at all? Sure. I have oh, questions okay. about all this stuff. Okay, I don't I, understand. I didn't know if you were just quizzing him individually. I'm just an American idiot. Jamie says, Harry Hotspur, great AV name. You ain't lying. <laughs> Chad says, I don't think that's PG clip. Never talk about your Harry Hotspur. <laughs> <laughs> Pike has liked the stream, and he is listening on YouTube. Jamie said he could not name that sound that we were playing a moment ago. Chan, Chan you never watched um, Jersey Shore? No. Man, oh, man you you're missing so many out. episodes oh, Jersey to go back Shore's. and watch. I think you would like it. You got six golden seasons. I know. Uh, you want to talk about an absolute train wreck of a TV, uh, TV Ooh, show? I just, TV, I, show? TV show? <laughs> sure. Oh, I'll tell you about this TV man, show, my dog. accent came out on that one. I know Polly D was here in Greenville one Polly. time. Uh, for DJ Polly D. You guys are not on first base. Yep, and used to open up for uh, Britney Spears. Uh, you you like him a little too much. Are you obsessed with that guy? Yeah, he used that, to have his haircut, man. That was my dog. <laughs> that was your guy? Was Did you dog. see him when he came here? Or were you um, here when he came here? <laughs> no, no, I was he working. Wasn't, 
Oh, but you were in the area. Uh, yeah, it was what 2017, 2018, yeah. something like that. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, and then Snooky. Yeah. That's all. That's I a know. great. I mean, it is great. You don't know in the situation. There you go. Situation. The, I know the. I know the people in the show. I just never. I've never seen it. What do they do? Is it just like a them? It's just a reality TV show. You put a bunch they party, of they drink, they fight. You put a bunch of Jersey folks. That Jersey. most of them have either like Italian or some sort of a bunch of American Italians in a summer house, just and give them alcohol, recorded. yeah, and let them have free reign. It's just yeah, and it's just a gross. It's a free for all. Where can I find numbing, this show? Uh, we're you, not sponsored by them, so wherever you can find like old episodes of MTV shows, that's probably where you can find. I'm it. trying to. I see don't know where that's where you can find that if we could start airing the audio version of it on pirate radio every night oh god (laughs) and coming up after the after prl jersey shore tonight snooki writes the letter we've got the rewow finds it oh the letter man that's crazy we've got the rerun of the brian bailey show coming up at six o'clock and then after that we'll uh go into jersey shore situations brought two girls home oh what happens we'll find out tonight eight o'clock right here on pirate radio we have jersey shore all right let's take a break when we return ken watlington joins us he's in a good mood we will guess the lines oh my goodness he's dancing he looks like ted lasso out there uh we go to the bottom of the second with no score between the rays and the rangers we'll keep you up to date on that and more on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck more to go after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you combine State Farm and uh, home and auto insurance, you have, or you can save, rather, an average of $889. State Farm agent Timothy Sawyer is ready to help you combine home and auto and save right here in Greenville. Call 493-0002. Like a good neighbor, State Farm and Timothy Sawyer is there. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday still to come. Cy Seymour will join us on the Halloween Express live line. Talk a little hoops here on a football bye week. We'll also talk to P. Mace, Patrick Mason, and Will Bland, head football coach of the J.H. Rose Rampants and former East Carolina wide receiver. I'll ask him why the current East Carolina wide receivers are having so much trouble catching the football in uh 2023. We're in a bye week, Ken Wadlington, so no pirate football this weekend. We can focus on the Braves. Braves also don't play this week. And oh, they play Saturday, right? Yeah. Weekend. Uh final three games of the season incoming for the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> you are sick in the head. <laughs> Uh, Braves will take on the Phillies or the Marlins, and the Phillies up one to nothing in their series. Phillies gonna win the whole daggum thing. Nah, you don't think they had their chance last year? That's true. 
time for a new but, uh they're hitting their stride here lately so we'll it's see. gonna be some other rando team <laughs> hopefully the atlanta braves the blue jays are gonna come back and win it i don't know the twins the twins are ripe <laughs> they are too yeah i will tell you that um what is the braves rotation ken uh <laughs> do you want to tell you who it's going to be in my estimation or how do i think they're going to be who's who's it going to be uh spencer strider will start game one then i'm guessing max freed will go game two i saw freed did throw i don't know how it went yesterday but they're doing these little inter-squad scrimmage deals it didn't go well really he uh, gave up back-to-back homers to kevin pilar and nicky lopez oh two sluggers on yeah the line, so huh? if that's any indication now granted <laughs> he's working his way back from the from the blister yeah. you know injury he's probably just trying to get a feel and he's probably trying to do some stuff comfortably so or he's just not in shape to pitch in the playoffs we'll, we'll find out soon oh he's gonna gut it out just like he did uh when he suffered an injury against the astros in the world series true and, and you know, he's been great in the postseason in his career and he's still a young guy so hopefully he can continue that for the braves because they're going to need all the help they can get it from that pitching staff because it's not been good i am a little worried about the pin yeah and what's going to happen late in the game I'm worried about the starting pitching, too. I know. You're worried about everything. I mean, everybody's like, Spencer Strider, the strikeouts. Yeah, but his, his ERA's last month, two months, is five plus. Mm. That's, that's not good. I like him on the mound game one, though. I, I do, too. Hopefully, we'll get in that groove. And, we won't have a lot of fans cheering because he doesn't want to hear that. Yeah, he doesn't like the fans. <laughs> he, liked, he liked the COVID year, right? Did he say that recently? <laughs> yeah. I think that was tongue-in-cheek. I know. I know. People ran with it. Oh, my gosh. He doesn't like the fans. He is a uh, an interesting cat. Speaking of interesting cats, where's Chandler? We got to play guess the lines. Chandler, what is he doing? <laughs> we're we're we got a show to do. He's doing work. He's doing work. Well, that's good. To what kind of work? Uh, other work. Are uh, you he's not coming in studio right now? You're not participating in guess the lines or anything? Or? Sure. No. Not? What are you doing? <laughs> sure. Why not? All right. Well, good. I mean, if you're busy, we can take care of it. Really? I just said that so you could be like, no, I'll, oh, I'll man, join the like show. a girl. Like she's. <laughs> I can do it right quick. And then I can go out. It's like she's saying she's not hungry, but she's really hungry. Like, come on, man, get her some food. Sit in the chair. (laughs) I am hungry. We're doing a show. I thought you were a part of our show. Pirate Radio Live. trying to multitask. What? I thought I told you I had to leave. You never told me that. He told me. Oh, I told. I oh, that's right. Y'all were on the promo picture today. That's right. My friend Jessica, who was also in that Whoa. picture the day Jenny took it, got, cut out. got cropped out. She's like, why did they crop me out? <laughs> Wait, so you're in the photo today and you're not even on the show? <laughs> he is now. I am in the five o'clock hour. I, I'm sorry. I, I just, I don't know what's going on here. I thought, I, my apologies. I've got some stuff that I need to do. But I, I, I was I, unaware. But it can be put on hold to play guest the line. All right. Fair enough. Y'all ready? Let's play that game. Yeah, let's GTL. Let's GTL. You want to hear it again? Let's hear it one more time. Mm. What are you umming about? Did you watch Jersey Shore, Ken? Yeah, a little bit. It's, eh. You didn't find it entertaining? <laughs> sure. <laughs> What's your favorite show, Ken? Uh, of all time? Yes. Lost. Mine, too. I was about to say, that is Clippers. There we go. I want to do a uh, um, a full rewatch with Chandler watching for the first time, just <laughs> wow. to get his. You'll love it. Show. It's a great. Chandler show. will have so many questions. What'd you say, Joey? Never seen it either. Yeah, well, you got to watch it. Man. I'll watch it again for the twentieth time and have so many questions. Yeah, true. That's just the way it is. Such it a it great, such a fun show. How many seasons do we have to watch? It's only six seasons. 
It's not bad. How many episodes? How how long are the episodes? A good 45 minutes to an hour. It's not bad. Yeah. Do that. And every episode ends on a cliffhanger. Yep. So it, I love a good cliffhanger. You got to start the next one. Three finale. Oh. The greatest episode of television in history. The season three, like last three episodes, was just yeah. so, man, yeah. I was yeah. so in it. And then the finale, and then the. And then the writers went on strike and they came back and the show was never the same. Yeah, I think they should have ended it after that, honestly. I was never a big fan of four, five, and especially six. So then I'll just watch weird. one through three. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. And you'll, you'll love it. Guess the lines. Thursday night football. Bears at Commanders. Chandler. Commanders. Three and a half. Ken. I'm back on the uh, the Commandos bandwagon. I thought Sam Howell was pretty good. He, he let him back. I mean, a touchdown as time expires. And then you're all pro punter. Tressway shanks one. You lose the game. Commanders four and a half. Joey. Commanders two and a half. Commanders six. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Hello. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Way too many points. Yeah. Wow. All right, let's go to London Town. Jags, Bills. I saw this one. All right. Did you play last week? Uh, the Jags played in London Town last okay, week. Okay, so I'm getting a few. Uh, Bills, four and a half. All right. Bills, six. Bills, five and a half. Texans at the Falcons, two and two at two and two. Texans starting to get a little respect. Yeah. Falcons, point and a half. Falcons, two. Pick them. Falcons, two. All right. Carolina Panthers at the Lions of Detroit. Lions four and a half. Yeah, Lions three and a half. Lions six. Lions nine and a half. (laughs) As soon as I said, as soon as I said four and a half, I thought to myself, you know what? It's probably even worse than that. I love that y'all still believe in your team though. With those even after my rant the other day. All right, Titans. Titans. At Colts. Two and two, two and two. Big game in the AFC South. Vegas hates the Colts, uh, hates the Titans. Um, They blew a team out last week. Who was it? The Bungles? The, the Bengals. You never they know with bungles. the Titans. Joey, what do you got? Oh. Titans at Colts. Colts. Three and a half. Who? Titans. All right. Titans, one and a half. I'm going to go Lions. Two. All right, Lions aren't playing in this game. <laughs> Wait, all right, not Lions, Colts. Colts, two. Titans by one. Dang. Giants at Dolphins. Oh, dear. Oh, gosh. Giants haven't been relegated yet? Oh, dear. Uh, Dolphins. This is, this, is, this is too high. Dolphins, 14 and a half. Mm, all right, Ken. Where's the game, Miami? Yeah. Uh, Dolphins, 16 and a half. Good Lord. Uh, uh, Dolphins, 13 and a half. It's Dolphins, 11. That's still too high. No, it's not. <laughs> I think that's too have low. you watched the New York that's football too low. Giants? That's pretty comfortable. That's <laughs> way too low. Man. Uh, a game that I do not want to watch. You know watch. the Giants are going to finish 2 and 15 this year. Hmm. B- both wins Don't say it. Don't say it. I know where you're going. <laughs> ah. Saints at Pats. Boring game. Boring. Uh, Saints, two and a half. Pick them. Uh, Patriots one. Patriots one is the spread. This guy. I'm looking down the list. We do not have a pick'em this week as of right now. Raven Steelers has an even lower total than Patriots Saints. What? Patriots Saints is forty. Raven Steelers is thirty eight. Gross. Kenny Pickett is he hurt? Doesn't matter. Back. They yeah. stink. Yeah. 
Keaton Mitchell is in for the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Charlie Rhodes. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeting that out That's today. Right. That's right. He's practicing with the team? That he's returned, yeah, this week. All right, what's the line? He is on the practice field. He was on the practice field today. Getting them reps in. It's uh, Ravens four and a half. Yeah. Ravens three. Ravens three and a half. Ravens four. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are all over it. Eagles at the surprising Rams. Eagles are the greatest team of all time. So, not a great cover team so far. No, they're not. Eagles three and a half. Eagles two and a half. Eagles three. Eagles four. Bungles at Cardinals. What a terrible wow. game. Somebody's got to win. Uh, the Fighting Burrows, four and a half. They are bad. It's going to be Bengals, two and a half, but Cardinals win this game. Oh, Okay. Bengals, two. Bengals, three. Jets at Broncos. Another terrible game. <laughs> These last three uh, in the four o'clock hour, by the way. I guess the best four o'clock games are Eagles, Rams, and Chiefs, Vikings coming up next. What do y'all got for Jets at Broncos? I won't be watching it. Uh, Broncos one and a half. I don't even. No, no, no. Jets pick them. No, it's not even pick them. I don't know. Jets pick them. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you Broncos one and a half. Ken. Jets one and a half. Chandler. Uh, Jets two. It's Broncos one and a half. Wow. <laughs> Chiefs at Vikings. Little respect, uh, ton of respect, little respect for the Vikings here in this line, I think. So, knowing that, what do you think it is? Chiefs three and a half. All right, Chandler. Uh, I'll go Chiefs four. And Chiefs four and a half. Chiefs four. Uh, Cowboys at Niners, Sunday night football. That's a good game. Uh, Cowboys 22. No, let's see. uh, Niners three and a half. Okay. Niners five and a half. And Chandler. Niners six. Niners four. Kind of low. Kind of low. And Monday Night Football, the Devontae Adams Bowl. Packers at the Raiders. Raiders. Raiders one and a half. Raiders three and a half. I'm going to go Packers one and a half. Packers one. Huh. A little surprising there. All right. That has been Guess the Lines. Chandler, you can go. Thank you. <laughs> Be gone. Uh, so, yeah, not a great slate. Best game in the one o'clock slate would be the, my word. I don't know. I think the best game is the Thursday night game. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday night snoozer. <laughs> the best game in the one o'clock slate is it Texans Falcons Titans Colts I don't know it's not a great slate at all uh, for your NFL Sunday but uh, we'll have some good games they're always it doesn't matter what the matchups are always going to be so, some uh, crazy always games. some drama yeah uh, let's go back to the chat Chad just started Justified great show yep love that show Raylan Gibbons um who's the uh, Who's the villain? Main villain? Unjustified. It is... It's the actor that I love. His name is... <laughs> Dang it! Where's my brain today? I can picture him now. I know. I can't come up with it right now. 
all right let's uh let's take a break we'll come back more with ken wellington we got rose conley friday night bunch of rivalry games this week we'll uh we'll go down the list no good nfl games they're all good uh, high school good high school games, games yeah. coming up this weekend uh we'll have will bland coming up later on nate connor will join us tomorrow boyd crowder is his name the villain in uh, justified yeah, yeah the actor that plays uh baby billy and righteous gemstones love that actor i'll uh, we'll take a break come uh, back can't think Walt, of his Walt goggins. Walter goggins yeah. walton goggins is his name all right it uh, takes uncle me baby a little billy. bit <laughs> uncle baby billy but it all comes to me at some point more to go pirate radio live no score between the rangers and the rays but the rangers are threatening runners on the corners two outs in the top of the third on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dub buck more to go pirate radio live after this Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio. Perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Rock on Wednesday nights. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Rays get out of a jam. Now they bat in the bottom of the third inning. And it is scoreless in Tampa on the Buccaneer Music Hall School Board presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Ken, Ken, we got uh, Twins and Blue Jays coming up in, let's see, about 40 minutes or so, game two at Target Field. Twins look pretty good yesterday with a little bit I was able to catch of the game. And uh, then those cream-colored Twin City uniforms they had on. I like them. Yeah. I like them. Yeah, good for good for Minnesota. They got a former UNCW catcher Ryan Jeffers uh, starting a catcher for them. So uh, go Seahawks. Uh, yeah, I meant to bring that up earlier. No Pirates this weekend. Uh, no UNCW football this weekend. No, so your no, schedule another clear. off week. Another An- off week. Yeah, another one. <laughs> another one. Coming up tonight, seven o'clock. D backs at Brewers, and then at eight it'll be Marlins at Phillies. And for you football fans, two college football games tonight. Maction. No, no, actually, it is conference. Is it uh, conference USA? Jacksonville State. Rich Rod. Rich Rod, the former Michigan head coach, Rich Rodriguez, taking on Middle Tennessee State. Jacksonville State, and then FIU. The Gamecocks, right? New Mexico State. That is correct, yeah. sir. Yeah. Well done. Well I think done. it's their first year F- FBS. If I'm mistaken they'll be playing at johnny red floyd stadium in murfreesboro oh, tennessee 
beautiful Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Murfreesboro. That's a, uh, that's a mouthful. Murfreesboro. Ken, uh, Rose Conley a Friday night. We'll be talking to both head coaches yeah. here on the show. Will Bland today. Nate Connor tomorrow on the Halloween Express live line. What do you uh, – look, Rose has won two in a row after losing four in a row. Correct. To start the season, they lost four in a row. Yep. Conley uh, has won – one of two. They, yeah, they lost. It's a good Havlock. way to say they lost last, last week. week. Yeah, they lost. <laughs> Havlock's really good. Havlock takes on Jacksonville this week, which uh, will be another step uh, for Jacksonville if they get this win. They're in the driver's seat to win in the Big Carolina Championship. It'll be Jacksonville's first conference championship in football since the year two thousand. So it's been a long time. They've in been to the state year championship games. Two thousand. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. But uh, yeah, Conley Rose. It's always always a great matchup. Uh, not a lot of conference implications. Maybe just some bragging rights. But uh, you know you. You want to play well towards the end of the season, as both teams will likely be in the playoffs. So you know it's it's a big game, big ball game. What are the other big rivalry game. games you were referring to earlier? Well, you got the Battle of Beaufort County, the Anchor Bowl, Southside hosts Northside. Uh, you got a game here in town actually that's become a nice rivalry over the last four or five years as Parrot Academy makes the trip over to John Paul II Catholic, and they met in the eight man state championship game last year where Parrot Academy won that game. Uh, what's the other uh, big rivalry game we got going on? There's one more. God, There's I have to always hold, one hold more. please. Another good game. It's not a rivalry game, but it's a good game. Uh, Farville Central at West Craven. West Craven's mm. the two-time defending champion in that conference. Farville Central's playing well, though. Ah, uh, yeah. This is uh, a test for Coach Cook and his guys. They've been just blowing out. Oh, everybody. Aiden Grifton at North Pitt. So you got there the battle go. of Highway 11. So that, that's always a good one when those two get together. The war on Highway 11. <laughs> yeah, sure. It doesn't quite go war, war on I-4. Shore. War yeah. on the shore, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, great weekend of football. You can uh, see all the highlights coming up Friday night on Touchdown Friday. What yeah. games are you going to, Ken? I will be at uh, Rose Conley and JP2 Parrot Academy. Then I'll be back in the studio hosting your Week 8 edition of Touchdown Friday. Nice. Week 8. It's already Week 8. Yeah. Hard yeah. to believe. It is uh, quickly, quickly yep. coming to a close and getting ready for some postseason football already. So uh, exciting stuff with that. Ken uh, mentioned the baseball playoffs going on. Uh, college football slate on Saturday for those uh, who are looking for something to watch with ECU not playing. You've got the Red River, don't say shootout, rivalry. That's right. Oklahoma and Texas. Big game because both of these schedules really lighten up after this game, yeah. especially for Texas. If they win, uh, they are starting to look like a playoff team. No doubt about it. And, and if Oklahoma wins, they kind of jump into that conversation yep. as well. So it's a, a big game. and The last game for those two in the Big 12 before they make the move to the SEC, which is kind of weird to think about. But, uh, yeah, huge game there. Those games always produce year after year after year, and to have both of them in the top 12 should be a great game. Uh, Saturday night, Notre Dame at Louisville. Notre Dame trying to stay in the mix. Louisville trying to prove their yeah. 5-0 record is legit. Here you go, Neil. Louisville played on the road at State last week, got the win on a Friday night. Ugly this game. week, Yeah, ugly game. This week, though, they're at home. Papa John's, and they don't call it Papa John's anymore, do they? Stadium. Yeah, they had the Cardinal Stadium. Yeah, they used to be Papa John Cardinal yeah. Stadium. They, you know, the kerfuffle with Papa John. Uh, but yes, yeah, is Louisville for real? Something. He did yeah, something. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. If Louisville's for real, we'll find out this week because Notre Dame, 
you know, they ha- they haven't been pretty in a lot of these games. They, they no. probably should have beaten Ohio State uh, and then came back late against Duke in a game where they maybe should have lost that. So, you know, Notre Dame's uh, going to go on the road, and they've, they've had a tough schedule these last few weeks, the Irish. After the, you know, the way Sam Hartman looked against Navy, you kind of just thought, okay, they're going to sling it around. They're going to yeah. put up a lot of points. They have been trying to gut out games. Couldn't quite do it against Ohio State, but what a drive by Hartman there at the end uh, in Durham last week. You know, he's had some familiarity with that stadium. He played a few times there as a member of the Wake Forest team in Deacons, and uh, he, he's a good one, and he should be a good one. He's played college football how many years now? A lot. He's been around. He's been around. But, uh, yeah, it was cool to see him also wait after the game for Riley Leonard to come out of the tent after being uh, dinged up there in the last drive of the game, kind of waiting on his counterpart on the other side to check on him. So it was pretty cool to see some good sportsmanship these days. Louisville trying to get to 6-0. Miami trying to get to 5-0. North Carolina trying to get to 5-0. And those two... Miami and Carolina play next week Ooh. in Chapel Hill in what could be a top 15 matchup, unless those teams get caught looking ahead to that matchup. One of them's going to lose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think Carolina should be okay against Syracuse, but you never know. Who's Miami playing? Uh, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech lost at home to Bowling Green out of the MAC last week. Falcons. So uh, we, we, we could be looking towards a, a Miami Carolina game next week, uh, primetime in Keenan Stadium, unless, you know. Carolina stinks it up against Syracuse, which is always a possibility. And weird to say this is like an underrated game of the day. Alabama at Texas A&M. Right. Texas A&M not ranked, but they're 4-1, 2-0 in the SEC. Alabama not out of the championship picture yet. Yep. so They're never out. Huge game for yeah. them. And, uh, and A&M could still make noise and get to that SEC championship. And who knows if they run the table the rest of the way. And Georgia has not looked like the Georgia, Georgia. of the last yeah. couple years. So That's true. Uh, everybody kind of The doors there. cracked open and Alabama Alabama's like, well, you know what? Maybe we'll just we'll slide just take on it. in. Yeah. yeah. And Alabama AM, you know, even back to the days when AM joined the SEC, Johnny Manziel, those games seem to always deliver, and hopefully we'll get another entertaining one this week. So that is a look at some of the top 25 action going on this weekend in We have a score in baseball. We got a bomb. Who hit that one? That guy. Garcia, I believe. For the Rangers, they take a one nothing lead. It was uh, Adolis Garcia who hit the dinger and the Rangers trying to make quick work yep. of the Rays if they can close this one out today. More people in the studio than at that Rays game right now. <laughs> that is sad. <laughs> that is so lame. It's pretty bad. Uh, Ken, thanks for hanging out. We'll you see bet. you uh, on the tubes and we'll check you out Friday night on Touchdown Friday. All right. Appreciate it. We'll take a break. Come back when we return. I need you to look. I need you to listen because Cy Seymour will join us and he will get you ready for the ECU basketball season. He'll join us on the Halloween Express live line. Halloween Express, right next to Target, Greenville's premier Halloween superstore, Halloween Express. Get shopping today. They're celebrating 25 years in business, the place to go for adults and kids to find their Halloween costumes for this Halloween season. We'll talk to Si when we return. Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, a blooper in the right turns into a triple. It didn't graze the glove but they'll probably call that a triple oh man and that is a high fly ball in the right and it is gone and the rangers have opened up a four nothing lead again wow yeah same scores yesterday evan carter with a two-run bomb and it is four nothing my goodness that one uh, got away from the rays fast well, the funny thing is, is that the Rays have had a solid bullpen all year long. Like, there's not really, uh, like, one big star. Um, their bullpen has carried the workload all season long, and they're sticking with, like, one pitcher, I think, just a tad too long. I, they're kind well, of going away from everything. they wanted to go with glass now as long yeah. as they could. Uh, today, it's uh Eflin pitching and I mean they're only in the fourth but this fourth has been a nightmare for uh him and the Rays it is four nothing on the Buccaneer Music Hall School Board presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. What did you say during the break about TV or something Shirley? Oh um I was getting ready to put it up on our social media the American has announced the tip times and television assignments for their men's basketball schedule. Oh um so I like let me tip times. Let me pull that up real quick. Well, I'll tell you what. As you do that, let's uh, head out to the Halloween Express live line and talk some basketball. And we'll do it now with Cy Seymour, who joins us here on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, I figured we'd talk a little hoops during the bye week. Cy, how you doing, man? Doing great, Cliff. I look forward to a good season. But I know you've been busy all year, so time to talk hoops. Yes, sir, and uh, and I'm excited about it and uh, ready to see what Mike Schwartz's team can bring to the court this season. And uh, I don't know, a pretty good off-season momentum uh, for this team. So I feel like there's a a bit of a buzz uh, in the in the community amongst Pirate fans who are ready to see this team take the floor. And you've got a good stable of returners and a good mix of newcomers, and uh, it's enough to to get people. Uh, I don't know, a little optimistic for this year. I know you're optimistic as well. Yeah, I really am. Uh, th- this team, uh, th- there's one thing that's different, too, about this team. This team is a little bit older. You know, I mean, Coach Schwartz was able to keep most of the kids. In other words, he kept four starters from the portal, and that's hard to do. And, and that's retention, not just recruiting, but retention. And he was able to keep four really good players that everybody was knocking on the door, and, and, and it's a great – that's a success. So now you can't just look at recruiting. you got to look at retention. Who do you keep? Tulsa's got one guy coming back. One. Uh, so my point being, it's very, very difficult. But when you're, when you're got, when you got, uh, RJ Felton, who's now a junior and has played three years, Brandon Johnson has played two solid years. 
you know, everybody's older. Everybody's upper class. DeBoon Jay's a junior. Jaden Walker's a junior. Benjamin Bayala. These guys have been in the wars and played a lot. So you got to be excited. First of all, about you've got guys that are older. Then you've got a great staff. I mean, it is just ECU really had with with Jake Morton there and and Riley Davis and Reddy, Reggie Williams. But then you picked up Mark Adams, and that's a major major pickup. Uh, I've been I've been fortunate enough to go over and watch them practice several times, and Coach Schwartz always is really pushing defense. Well, Mark Adams takes it to a different level. Uh, he is really really intense, and he also does a lot of strategic things that are are really out of the box and uh, really strong. So that's a good sign for ECU. Solid staff and a great group of returners, as you said, Cy, and uh, you can add Ezra uh, Osar to that mix as well. And uh, have you, How have you seen his game particularly develop uh, now that you've been able to watch him practice a little bit? What has he kind of worked on this offseason? Well, you're right. How do you leave out Ezra Osar? I mean, I mean, my goodness, I look at him as being a junior and he's just a sophomore. Uh, what I've seen about Ezra is that <clears> – <throat> He's just another level again this year, and he's still just a sophomore. He is quick. He is 6'8 or 6'9. What I like about this team is they can guard one through six, uh, one through five, excuse me, they can guard any position on the floor. They, they can really switch it and be fine because Ezra is so quick and he can handle it and he's shooting it better, but you can see he's no longer a freshman. He is a leader of this ball club. So that's a really good sign. I think RJ is one of your real team leaders. But all of these guys are playing confident and at a whole different letter, level than you do when you're a freshman. And azar has got superstar talent. He really does have that kind of game. Pirates uh, bring in Cam Hayes, a North Carolina native style, though uh, still unclear whether or not he'll be able to play this year. Do you think at this point the Pirates are – kind of planning on playing this season without Cam Hayes and he being able to suit up next season? I think I think the coaching staff, some of the coaching staff is optimistic. Some are saying, I just don't see it happening. Hmm. I think the, you know, I think Coach Schwartz is saying, I, we think it can happen. We're going to keep working with it. Uh, personally, I, I just think it's going to be difficult when you see what happened at North Carolina in football. And this is this is a two-time portal guy yeah. uh, and I want him to be able to don't get me wrong I want him to be able to come back home to North Carolina they may rule that way but so far the rulings have been pretty strict that you don't get that and and uh, do I hope he gets it yes because I can tell you he's a really good shooter and a good guard and a great kid so I, do I hope he gets on and gets available he's working out like he will but you never know the ruling still had not come down one guard uh, that will suit up this year. I know he's been, uh, I believe, battling a, a bit of an injury side, but hopefully good to go now is Bobby Pettiford transferring from Kansas back in the state of North Carolina. Saw him play in Mengees in the high school regional uh, Eastern Finals back in the day, and uh, he'll be back in Mengees and looking forward to seeing Bobby play. No doubt about it. And he, Listen, he is a good kid. Uh, his mom and dad are good people. Uh, had a chance to meet them this summer when he came in, and and, and I'll tell you a little story about him. Joe Dooley recruited him, and they were recruiting him when he was a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. And we we were in Dallas, Texas, and we were playing, and 
Raphael Chilius and I were at breakfast, and he said, we're after a kid over in the Raleigh area. And so I called Todd, who was at Wake Forest, and he and Chilius got on the phone, and Todd said, this is a guy you need to get. Joe and them really worked hard. He ended up going to uh, Louisville first, and then he went over to Kansas. But, but Joe recruited him hard, and he really liked us. And he came back and said, you guys did a great job recruiting me. But I'm I'm going to go to Can- uh, Louisville, he, and then it didn't work out, so he went on to Kansas. But the thing is, Coach Schwartz followed up when he decided to put his name in the portal. Coach Schwartz got right on it, brought him in. There were several schools that wanted him. I, I know he was supposed to travel up to Georgia, uh, to uh, uh, Georgetown, uh, and didn't do it. He said, "No, I'm going to ECU," and he did. He just backed out on them because he wanted to be in Eastern North Carolina and wanted to be near his family. Uh, who are in the Raleigh area, and so he's with us. He's over his hand itch, uh, injury, but he's got a slight hamstring pull right now, so he's not being able to go hard hmm. right now. Still early, uh, but and he was moving, but not the way you want him to move, and they're going to be extra careful with it. Cy Seymour joining us. You never want to burn any bridges, but especially in today's recruiting with the portal, uh, you you want to keep uh, at least uh, things positive with a guy if he doesn't go to your school because there's a chance you can get him the second time around, just like uh, they did with Pettiford, right? Exactly. And a great job by the coaching staff here is to follow up, knowing that he had been here and, and, uh, and, and, and brought him in, and he was excited, and Coach Forrest and the staff... He is, as Coach Schwartz says, he is a true point guard. He's not scared to find the open man and hit him. He knows when to take the shot. You know, I've always said, and I was a point guard, and I'm just saying, there's a fine line between you shooting it too much or you dishing it too much, and you can lose your confidence either way. If you shoot it too much, you're not passing it and looking, so your team's not involved. If you're passing it too, if you if you're passing it too much, then all of a sudden. You're not shooting the ball, and instead of shooting it 12 times a game, you're shooting it six times a game, and you lose confidence. So Bob, Bob, Bobby Pettiford has the best on that. I, I, I thought about our, our guards before we talked about I thought about, you know, I look at Miguel Paul. He was a really good balance. Brock Young. Um, mm-hmm. there, there were so many of them that we've had. Tristan Newton. And, and uh, go further back to uh, other guards. We've just had good ones that have been had that balance, and it's very difficult. He's one of those guys. So let's hope it works for him. Cy Seymour joining us on the Halloween Express live line. And Cy, how about a situation where you have, you know, Javon Small went out with injury last year and Jaden Walker came in and, boy, by the end of the year uh, was really key for East Carolina playing well down the stretch. Uh, Do you have a case where – there's a 1A, 1B there, a point guard, or do you think Jaden moves to a 2 or a 3 uh, now? What do you think they do with Jaden Walker as far as you know playing point guard this season? I personally think Jaden Walker was the key to our ball club last year down the stretch. I thought he played tremendous and got better every game, knew when to shoot it. Knew and, and listen, the other thing about him, he can shut you down defensively. He's long, he's 6'5", playing a point guard. Uh, so... There's a place for a guy like that. Uh, I think you're going to see Bobby Pettiford play in there. I think you can move. I think you can put Jay Walker anywhere, one through three. Yeah. Even he, he's just that good. But I thought last year he was really special uh, down the stretch for East Carolina, and the reason we were even stronger than we, we thought they'd be. 
a kid played at Iowa State who's known for playing hard and defensively, and then he plays the point and learns and adapts to it and does a, does a heck of a job for East Carolina. I, th- I, I would not hesitate and don't know where he'll play, but he'll be in that lineup. He's that good. So we've already mentioned uh, quite a bit of North Carolina flavor on this roster. Uh, Brandon Johnson, another one of those guys, but they bring in uh, a freshman from Goldsboro to Corey Faison, and a lot of folks excited about him. I've never seen him play. I've just heard the stories. I've heard you talk a little bit about him, uh, but is he a guy that you expect to play right away for East Carolina? He is. He, let me tell you what he is. He, he already has the body. He is about a 6'5 guy that well, you'll, he'll, he'll dunk one and you'll say, whoa, you know, it's a different level. Uh, he's young. He can shoot the basketball. Uh, but now, understand, he's a freshman from a 1A league. He's got to learn this level, and he will. He's already blends really well out there with everybody. Will he get a lot of time? I hope so, but I don't know yet. It's, yeah. I'm telling you, man, there's a major difference. And this is the first time we don't have to rely on freshmen. You know, usually in the past, you you might have him in your lineup. This year, he can bring him on slow, and that's so important. Has he got the talent? Yes. Can he jump out of the gym? Yes. Can he shoot it? Yes. Do you have the defensive effort yet? Do you have the ability to get on this level? He's never seen this level. It's not his fault. I think he does. I think he will. I'm not sure how much playing time. I think early when you're in some non-conference games, he'll get he'll get more time. Which is which is really important uh, for a young guy to progress because then you can talk to him and teach him. So, is he a player? Yes, it was a good pickup by East Carolina. A really good pickup. Well, Sal, si, we've had these discussions before. It, it might be a good thing if we don't have a player on the all freshman team this year, and instead yeah. of that, we have guys on the all conference team because you think about you know Sean Williams and Kentrell Barkley and those guys. They were good as freshmen, but like you said, they had to be good because we didn't have uh, many good upperclassmen. This year, uh, that, that's reversed, and that, that's a positive thing, I think. Exactly. When you have an all-freshman guy, it means he's had to play most of the game and star. Well, you're better off to have a guy that's second team and doesn't play as much and comes along and get all-conference people. You know, I've said that all along. We always have one or two on the first-team all-freshman team because they have to play the whole game. Yeah. Well, what you really want is more quality time and, and have guys above them. That's, but I think in the long run, this team will be good, but I don't think the the uh, like the two bigs, the two freshmen, there, those two yeah. guys that, that are six ten, six eleven. I think what you're looking at, they're they're going to take a while, you know. And I'm talking about Callum Richard. These are guys, you know, Callum's dad played uh, at uh, down for Eddie Payne down at the, down in the not at, not I don't think it was at Spartanburg, but he played somewhere down Belmont Abbey maybe. And his dad says, I know what it takes, and my son can get there. And he can. And that's, that's uh, Callum Richard. Well, and Zier Hayes has got a big upside. Zier, Zier has got the big upside, I think. Uh, Malonga yeah. has got a big upside. I was going to ask you about him, 6'11 kid uh, coming in. Yeah, he, he's got the big upside. He's from the Congo, played up in Kentucky with a high school up there. And it's there, it's just he's never played a lot. Uh, he just, you know, he he was a soccer player at six eleven, and now he's playing basketball. So he's going to have to. It's going to take a while. And I think with Callum and him, they, they're really good players. And I think because you have Brandon Johnson, and you've got, like you said, Ezra Zar, 
then you can you can kind of bring them and maybe they get you 15, 20 minutes a game. You know, something along that line. And you rotate them around. If you get 25 out of them, then you've really done something. Uh, and you got Pineda. So that's another one you've got. So you've got guys that you can work in the middle and let Ezra and uh, Brandon play the four and, four and three, and it's better for them. Uh, but I, I really think what I see is you have got on this ball club with Benjamin Bial at 6'6", six, six, and with DeBouger at 6'5", six, or 6'6", six, six, and Brandon at 6'7", and, and, or 6'8", six, 6'8", eight, six, eight, six, eight. and then you've got, uh, of course, Azar at 6'8". You've got so many of those guys. And look, you know this, R.J. Felton plays 6'8". He may not <laughs> but my guy, he plays hard. You've got a lot of guys, and, and you know, I just we, we were talking about the point guard situation. You know, you can move the point guard that was there last year, and he steps right in, and he's going to get it done for you uh, at, the, at, a, at a wing. And I'm talking about Jaden Walker. So you got you got four or five guys, and, and, and most of your magazines are saying they have a bundle of swing guys, and we do. We really do. And they can guard one through five, and they're quick. And I'm telling you, the way they're working on the defensive end, they, uh, they can be dangerous. This could be a really dangerous ball club. Cy Seymour joining us on the Halloween Express Lifeline. Cy, I'm looking at a way too early uh, top 25 men's college basketball poll on ESPN. It's got FAU uh, number nine, and that is very impressive for the Owls. They did not lose a lot, and they, uh, you know, keep their coach, all that stuff. So do you think that uh, that's that's got to be tough, Cy, to – to recreate that run they had last year, but uh, do you think they'll be able to do that this year? Well, personally, I think they can. And, and I, the reason I say it, well, first of all, Dusty May is a really good coach. And the other thing is, he kept all five starters. Yeah. That's a big deal. Now, and you look at the teams we picked up. Uh, FAU went to the Final Four. U, UAB and North Texas went to the NIT championship game. And the people that say, oh, it's the NIT. No. North Texas had to beat Wisconsin and another Big Ten team to get there. I mean, this was not – and UAB the same way. They beat Power 5 schools to get to the finals against each other. North Texas won it. They are very – they they are a deliberate team. They take their time uh, and – Ross Hodge is going to be the coach over there, and they're going to be good. But Dusty May's ball club at FAU, they're going to be really – and, you know, we open up with them in the conference. We, that's, we open up at FAU after Christmas. That's our first conference game. That's tough. I mean, that is <laughs> – Yeah, and we don't get them here, Sal, which is a shame. But I know. I know. We don't get them here. We, we've got to play them at FAU, and we don't get them at home. We've got them down at Boca, Boca Raton. I hate that. But uh, – It'll be fun to play them, and we will be ready to play. I, I don't. I don't look at backing down from anybody on the schedule. When we play them this year, it's the first time that I've I've been doing this for twenty five years. That when you when you play these teams, you got a chance. You got a chance in every ball game. Sai Seymour joining us on the. Halloween Express, a live line talking some East Carolina basketball. Excited for uh, Hoops, uh, and uh, still a long ways to go in this football season. Uh, can we turn this thing around here, Sai? We need, uh, need to figure something out offensively for this ECU team, get some points on the board. 
Well, it, this this break could not have come quick enough. This is a good break for East Carolina, uh, and that she got the weekend off to look at things, kind of try to regroup. And and you know the good thing about it, I mean, I'm just saying this. This is not Mike Houston's first rodeo. He's been in times where it's been tough. He's a good coach. He's got a good staff. Let them work through the season and then play it out at the end. See what happens. But right now, when you look at, you know, there are a lot of holes in the dike, and they they've got to fix them. And and I'm sure they'll work hard to do it. I think I've always said this about your non-conference schedule. It, it can be really. It can either be good or it can be it can be bad or it could be what you need it to be. This one, you got a $1.8 million check from Michigan, but then, and a loss, but then you had to go to App. That's really, that's that's almost unfair. Then you come back against a Marshall team uh, that I think uh, a year ago uh, beat Notre Dame. I mean, so this is, this is a, this is a tough, tough, and we, you know, and we expect everything out of our football. But it's very difficult in today's world of kids moving around and moving in. So I think this break is perfect. I think they'll work on some things offensively to try and get it right. I think defensively we worked hard to get things done. But, you know, they're in the business every day. They're looking at it. They're trying to do all they can do. This is a good time to have a break and and restart the engines. And, Si, I guess I'm back in on Sam Howell, uh, despite the loss. After the four-interception performance, he bounced back strong against the Eagles but couldn't uh, get the win. They lose it in overtime. Hopefully we can get the Bears this Thursday, get back to a winning record. But what's your uh, thought on uh, the first month of the season for the Commanders? Well, MVP of the NFC East is Howell. I mean, just that simple. I mean, but but anyway, we'll go go from there. you know, I I was really impressed with him against Philly. Yeah, I really was. I, th- I thought for him to take him down the field and score him, and you know, not but for a toe out of bounds that really he could have ah, inbounds. Yeah, I mean, you win that ball game. I mean, that's how close it all is. And it's at Philly, and take nothing from Philly; they're really good. Dallas is playing lights out right now, but I think the Panthers. I think I cried. The Commanders are pretty good. I mean, I like where we are. I, I, I like uh, Sam Howe. What I like about Howe, he handled the clock, clock right. He can run it some. He yeah. can up his nails. I, th- I think I think the commanders can be okay. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's the NFL. It's just so hard. Every week you, you, you're going to be in games like this. And But I like Howe. I, th- I think he's done a good job. Like I said, he had a bad day. Now, can he consistently get good? Can he stay healthy? Because he runs it with reckless abandon. <laughs> That's uh, true. You know, you know, can he do that? But I, I like him. I, I think he's a pretty darn good quarterback. Cy Seymour joining us on the Halloween Express Live Line. Cy, looking forward to talking some basketball with you this season and wanted to get you in this week during a bye week and uh, give a little preview. And uh, we'll certainly talk more hoops uh, down the road and uh, looking forward to that. And uh, hopefully the Pirates and Commanders can give us some football wins between now and uh, basketball season. Yeah, let's hope so. But, again, optimism on the basketball side. Yes, sir. That that we're not used to. I'm just saying that. And you know me, I'm always. <laughs> this is kind. Of, this is kind of a, a different level of confidence in that uh, it's a good. It's a good ball club with a great coaching staff. I, th- I think we've got a chance to be pretty good. Looking forward to it, Sai. Thank you for joining us, man. We'll check in with you again soon. Okay, man. Take care. 
Cy Seymour, I'm get you fired up for some ECU uh, basketball and uh, good chat. Just kind of go over the roster uh, and, and a little refresher course, and we'll dive into it more as we get closer to the uh, season. And uh, got some times for ECU. Surely we were looking at that um, while the interview was playing, and East Carolina will have some national TV games, including against uh, that FAU team that we saw in the Final Four. East Carolina will be on the road uh, only against FAU this year. A shame that we won't get that Final Four team here in Menji's Coliseum. Uh, But ECU in their conference opener will be playing on ESPN2 against FAU. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Doubleheader uh, starting at 7. FAU hosting ECU, then Charlotte and SMU. Yeah, and uh, one non-conference uh, contest will be on ESPNU. That'll be East Carolina and South Carolina. That's uh, on December 9th. So that, Saturday yeah, at nooner. It's a nooner, and once again, it's on the U. So, um, And several other games will be on the U as well. Uh, FAU against Liberty on November 30th. That's the 6 o'clock tip-off. Memphis and Virginia on December 19th. That's on ESPN2. And... Um, uh, that's a seven o'clock tip-off. So we've got some uh, uh, some uh, games on the mothership, and then uh, the remaining conference control games will be on the plus as usual. So, um, and I think there's like a couple of games on CBS, CBS Sports, Sports Network. Yeah, there's two of them: yeah. um, Memphis uh, and Vanderbilt on Saturday, December twenty-third. And then Memphis, when they play Wichita State on February 3rd and Florida Atlantic on March 9th. All three of those games will be CBS telecast. There you go. Uh, I'd like to see the Pirates. Uh, that That's cool. We got the South Carolina game on ESPNU. I'll be there in Menji's excited about that one. Pirates looking to knock off the Gamecocks for the second consecutive year when they play them here at home this year. All right, let's take a break when we return. Uh, hopefully, P. Mace will be joining us. He had some work duties, but said he would get over here when he could. Uh, we'll have that and more coming up hour two of Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Uh, Hoping for the arrival of P. Mace, Patrick Mason at some point. We will hear from Will Bland coming up hour number three of today's show. 
and I will be splitting out early to head over to the press conference. Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, and Blake Harrell asking questions during the bye week. Um, so Chandler will be taking over. He's he's working. He's working hard. He's a hardworking man, but he will be back uh, in this very chair coming up to wrap up today's show. Let's do some. Uh, do some national day update shirley what national day is it today oh okay yeah sure. these are always interesting did you get posted for national boyfriend day yesterday did i get what what did you get posted what does that mean did your significant other post you because you're her boyfriend no okay gotcha no that's good it would have been troubles with the wife i guess update my mom on national sons day got in at like the very last minute i did see her post the 11th hour and i was like about to go off but she got it in in time i wonder if somebody reminded her or something she came in under the wire i was gonna be really upset even though i'd seen her like the day before and talked to her but it's only official if you post it on facebook yeah because if it's not on facebook then it's not official yeah that's how people communicate now not like just talking to them at home you have to be like happy wife's day to my wife like you just kind of redundant you just you live with that person like you could just tell them yeah Uh, anyway today it's not taco wednesday but it is national taco day yes okay national taco day is every day what's your favorite kind of taco Carne al pastor. Mm. What's that contain? It's kind of like chorizo in a way, but uh, it's no, it's just like seasoned steak essentially. Mm. Sounds. I think in honor of National Taco Day, I need to go home and whip up some tacos for us. Yes, and the only tacos they offer at AJ's, uh, where I will be tonight, is the tuna tacos. So I might have to go for those tonight. Okay. In honor of National Taco Day. It is National Golf Lovers Day. So I will not be celebrating this day because I do not love golf. Yeah, I don't like golf either. I don't like playing. I don't like watching. I will, I enjoyed playing Tiger Woods. PGA. Yeah, I enjoyed the video game. Yeah, I play the video game too. That's about it. Uh, it is National Vodka Day. Mm. Now that's something we can all get behind. Back in my uh, later drinking days i did you know i was an ipa fan but those are heavy and when i wanted uh, a bit of a lighter fare I, I wouldn't mind a cranberry vodka vodka cranberry special brand or just anything uh house <laughs> <laughs> i never really got I, I never drank it enough to get that picky on it i think got you, got you. it's like I it's ne- always bottom shelf i guess i never knew what i was missing because i never had the good stuff yeah, probably yeah, fair enough so like you don't know like um when I started cooking and I made some fried rice and I was like, you know, posted it on Twitter. It's like, man, this is good. I'm proud of this. I was like, y'all got any tips? And uh, Glenn said, you got to use the name brand soy sauce. You can't use the True. Yeah. the store brand. And I was yeah. like, is there really that much of a difference? Oh, yeah. yeah. Big oh, time. there's a big difference. Oh, yeah. So, like, I never got to that point with vodka where I knew what I was missing, basically. You like vodka, Joey? uh no i prefer other things first than vodka okay Not a 
It is National Walk to School Day. Man, I wish I'd have known this. I'd have made my daughter walk to school. <laughs> <laughs> but she got a ride. Like these kids. They're, uh, How far are you from your school? Not that. Well, too walk, far to walk. No, nah, but, but not far at all. Too far to walk. I would not want my daughter walking anywhere. Growing up in uh, Farmville, it was more common to see kids walking than people picking their kids up. If wh robinson was a high school rather than an elementary school i pr- i mean i could have walked because it was that close but i don't think my parents uh, like an elementary kids <laughs> walking down the road by the themselves well out. i mean a lot of us were latchkey kids you know we we would get out of school walk home because we had a key to the house we'd go you know because our parents aren't off from work i used to walk to my best friend's house every afternoon after school because we were big days of our lives fans so we would go and she had a vcr and i didn't so she would record days of our lives we would walk home and we'd get a snack and we'd catch up on that day's episode eric said i bet clip side piece live in virginia he takes a lot of trips there yeah oh that's a good point a yeah 400 pound guy named bruno <laughs> that's my side piece <laughs> uh eric also- by the way side piece great song who's that by I don't remember who it's by but if you look it up on youtube it's a good song uh eric said yes joey with the pineapple onions and cilantro too he said there's a mexican restaurant in greenville that isn't a sponsor that has some amazing al pastor tacos yeah. is that what you said mm-hmm. uh he also is a fan of aristocrat vodka also not a sponsor that's house oh really yeah oh give me your finest aristocrat vodka that was the joke i've had that before i I didn't get the joke as i was saying it all right it is also national pumpkin seed day how do y'all feel about pumpkins in general not a big fan like i don't ever get the little latte or little snack oh pumpkin spice stuff oh yeah i'm not a fan of that do you like carving a pumpkin and putting it out on the porch and my so growing up i never even celebrated halloween I, that's I just not a thing. Nah, I just my my mother's really religious, so that's never a thing. Like but, devil stuff. Yeah, it was like devil's birthday or whatever. But I mean, shoot, candy's candy. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, in college, I went trick or treating. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, I I know I've told this before. I have a bad uh, bad history with pumpkins. One time when I was a kid, I sat on a pumpkin and it was rotted. oh no my arse just went right through it so not only did i have pumpkin butt i also like was embarrassed so i cried and it was just a whole thing so you were traumatized ever since so i don't like pumpkins i i didn't i I mean my nieces and nephews all carved pumpkins but i was never a pumpkin carver i was not a fan i I would decorate a pumpkin but i would never carve one just because the innards are kind of gross yeah i'd rather um get one of those little ones put something on the outside or something yeah 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 like paint it and that kind of thing but now now that i'm older and i just detest having to clean anything um i would get something that's like um plastic or you know like maybe one that you can put like a little lantern in that is not going to catch fire you know that kind of thing sure i i i just detest and, and the smell of a rotting pumpkin is not yeah. fun so i just don't want to mess with it i'm out on pumpkins chat and this is the great thing about america right here 
people have different opinions on things chad said good old pumpkin pie you can't go wrong eric said this may be an unpopular opinion but pumpkin pie is trash it depends on who makes the pumpkin pie because my mom makes a paradise pumpkin pie that is just the bomb it is it is a layer of pumpkin on top of cream cheese eric said i'll take any other pie besides pumpkin pecan chocolate peanut butter there's so many more. first pie i ever had was key lime mm, that was so good i'm gonna have to make a paradise pumpkin pie uh and okay. bring it in don't talk at, about it be about it Ooh, don't test me <laughs> bring it on <laughs> i'm testing you the only problem with that though is it well first of all my mom wrote down the recipe but the other day i was going through some of her old um recipes in this little box i found and she has two different paradise pumpkin pie recipes and i'm a little concerned because the ingredients and the instructions are not the same she doesn't want you to know how to make it (sighs) probably keeping it to herself i mean i'm very i'm very concerned because if i make this pie and i screw it up then you know I don't, I don't like that coming back on me. Chad said pecan pie is trash. Man, we've Uh-oh. got some hot opinions going on in the chat right now. It is getting spicy in there. All right, it is National Coffee with a Cop Day. <laughs> Joey, you having coffee with a cop today? Mm, I don't have any cop friends, though. No. Shirley has a cop friend. I do, and she does not drink coffee i don't either and does not do donuts because she absolutely hates that stereotype so she does not drink coffee and does not go to a donut store the stereotype or on sundays when she's off the clock she's really no she she does not do she (laughs) now she loves she loves cake now if 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 there's a piece of cake anywhere you know she's got a sweet tooth when it comes to cake but i love you like a fat kid love cake uh uh-huh but when it comes to coffee and donuts she does not she has never touched them because of that stereotype who said uh, what rapper said that in the song i love you like a fat kid love joey let joey answer oh Uh, is it a rapper i love you like a fat kid love cake (laughs) i think i know who it is but i'm not sure girl and you didn't love me now 50 cent would you love me if i was down and out would you still yep and i can get on board with this one it is national cinnamon bun day oh all day we had those saturday all day every day i was a little torn that moving here i realized that there was no cinnabon where's the nearest cinnabon probably in raleigh that is kind of crazy. That's that unfortunate. We, is that really like the closest? Well, I, Cross I Creek don't know. Mall, Fayetteville, everybody knows Cinnabon, the best Cinnabon in the state. I know there's one in Raleigh because it's at the mall. I hate when people say stuff like that, Joey. It is. Nothing personal. It is personal. But you don't no, know No, you're that. making it personal now. Well, okay. You're an let's, idiot. Let's get you personal. Haven't, you haven't been to every <laughs> Cinnabon in the state, you're so true. you can't say that. Uh, but I can... You want to make it personal? I'll make it personal. <laughs> you're a moron. <laughs> Hey. Hey. Oh, no. Don't take it personal. All right, Joey, I'm looking it up. It's just Don't one of them days. Oh, where are we? In Greenville. <laughs> wait a minute. Is this saying we've got it? Wait a minute. Well, I'm gonna make y'all wait bomb. a lot of minutes. Nah. No well, what are these bomb. dots here? I don't. They're like. Why are they putting them there? So that, is that like places you could pick up maybe like packaged Cinnabon stuff or something? Maybe. Yeah. But but they're not restaurants. But it's, it's not, not a Cinnabon, Cinnabon. It's not right. a Cinnabon 
facility. You're right. Watch where they salt bathe and peanuts on your Cinnabon. You got to go to uh, to Raleigh. Or I heard there's a, the best ones in uh, Fayetteville. Yep. Cross Creek Mall. <laughs> I just know that when you go into the mall, the Cinnabon is right there on your right because the smell hits you the second you walk in the door. And I'm just like, mmm. It is a glorious smell. It is a very glorious smell, but it'll also put me in a sugar coma. There is your National Day Update. We only started a pie war on YouTube, and Joey and I got in a fight. All right. We got a TV alert, by the way. TV alert. TV, TV alert. alert. Sean Armstrong is on the mound for the Rays in the top of the seventh, but it's probably going to be too little too late because the Texans are up. Texans. <laughs> the, the Texas Rangers. Why aren't they the Texas Texans? I don't know. The Rangers are up 7 nothing. So oh at this goodness. point, it is absolutely ludicrous that Sean Armstrong is on the mound right now. He should have been on the mound a lot earlier. So in that my means it'll be, if it stands, O's Rangers in the uh, next series. Uh, yeah, yeah. I am watching Sonny Gray pitch for the Twins, trying to get out of this first inning. It is first and second, two men out uh, for the Blue Jays. And Sonny Gray has a two and two count. And here's the pitch. Fouled it off. Uh, we'll take a break. No score in this one. Seven nothing Rangers over the Rays on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. We will take a timeout, come back, and have more for your wrap up hour two of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, I'm watching Twins Jay Shirley, so let me know if Sean Armstrong gets out of the inning. He had two outs. Well, he's got a 2-2 count here. He's trying to do something raised pitchers have not done a lot of today, and that's go through a clean inning. Uh, because they have been beat up. It is seven to nothing Rangers over the Rays as they play in the seventh. And Texas already has a one nothing series lead, so they are a few outs away from going to Balmer to take on the Orioles in the next round. Uh right now the Twins and Jays are scoreless in the first on the Buccaneer Music Hall presented by Dubuck. And we uh, uh, got the a word fl- scoreboard. Whoops, sorry. Yeah. Um the score uh, <laughs> Man, let me try that again. I was trying to say there was a fly out to left field, so Sean Armstrong retired all three batters he's faced. So three up, three down. Well, they did have a runner on first, but oh, sorry, 
that's beside the point. That's beside the point. He got he got uh, the three outs, so now they're headed to the bottom of the seventh. Well done, Sean Armstrong, the former Pirate. Uh, I'm glad he got some postseason experience. And uh, you said Jeff Hoffman got some last night as well, right? Yeah, he came in on the eighth inning. Um, Miami had a runner at first, and they had, and I cannot remember the guy's name, but uh, it's one of the most dangerous, the more dangerous hitters for the Marlins. And it wasn't Josh Bell. I can't remember who it was, but um, he was at the plate. So they brought Jeff in just to face him uh, with uh, two outs and a runner on first. And Jeff got the job done, forced a ground out. And uh, that helped uh, the Phillies protect. At that time, it was a two-run lead um, going into the ninth inning. So he did his job. And uh, they are one win away from advancing. So, uh, And it looks like the Rays are about to uh, you know, end their season coming up in the next inning and a half. Appears that way. Coming up tonight, 7 o'clock, D-backs at Brewers. Diamondbacks win game one last night. And then uh, at 8 o'clock, as you mentioned, Phillies just one win away from advancing to take on the Bravos. Uh, It'll be Diamondbacks-Dodgers if the Diamondbacks can win tonight. Um, Wanted to point... Oh. I don't know if you guys plan on moving in the future to a different state, but I'll tell you what state you do not want to live in indiana because jamie said when i moved from north carolina to north carolina from indiana about 30 years ago i was introduced to honey buns and it was magical he said no honey buns in the midwest wow so don't move anywhere in the midwest if you enjoy honey buns i'm glad you're here and enjoying your honey buns now (laughs) yes uh eric says nhl and nba starting up soon Eric, you are spitting facts in the chat. I already got preseason for hockey, uh, NBA. What are they doing, Joey? Training camp stuff. I saw like media days uh, yeah, going on. Media days, and then yeah, that thing Jimmy Butler's emo look. That was very strange. Do you know how I, I I had a oh my god you're so old moment when I saw that Jimmy Butler picture because the first thing I thought of was wait a minute. Jermaine Stewart doesn't play basketball. For those of you my age, you know exactly who I'm talking about. I don't. One Hit Wonder. Back in the 80s, he did a song called You Don't Have to Take Your Clothes Off. (laughs) Wait, why? You don't have to take your clothes off. Look at this guy. To have a good time. I mean, that is. Oh, no. And it looks just like Jimmy Butler. So when I took one look at that picture, I was like, whoa, whoa. I did a double take because I actually thought that was Jermaine Stewart. Why um, was he just saying, hey, we can stay clothed and just hang out kind of thing? Basically, he was saying you don't have to do that in order to we can just chill yeah you you know hang out (laughs) just vibe (laughs) have a cup of coffee that doesn't require taking your clothes off correct in fact if you are drinking a cup of coffee i would not take my clothes off especially not with a cop (laughs) (laughs) on national coffee with a cop day good job joey if you're going to have coffee with a cop on national coffee with a cop day leave your clothes on 
Wouldn't recommend eating tacos with your clothes off either. Chad said we don't That's have just to messy. take your clothes off. It's just messy. Uh, sometimes I like a little taco meat on my chest. <laughs> like a little taco meat on my chest. <laughs> I got a little taco meat on my chest. Well done, Joey. Good well callback, Joey. That is professional Way to radioing. contribute to the show. Yeah, uh, Jamie thought of Cat Williams. Oh, uh, yeah. Cat did have a hairstyle just like that. Yeah. Of course, uh, Shirley mentioned Andre 3000 from Hey Ya. Uh, yeah. Very familiar. That, that, was, that was my first instinct when I saw it. And my second was later on that day when I completely forgot I mentioned Andre 3000 and I went Jermaine Stewart. Jermaine Stewart. Sounds like an athlete. Do you support a basketball team clip? I don't think I've ever asked. NBA? Yeah. He's a Hornets fan. Oh. Okay. Hornets. So you, so you struggle with us too. Oh, yeah. Chandler and I are into the Hornets. Okay, this will be our first season together. Yeah, it'll be fun. But I'll tell you what. I There's no other team I get off of quicker than the Hornets. Oh, In yeah. fact, I thought about yeah. this uh, last night or the night before. I'm going to give them till about five games under 500 before I bounce for the whole year. Wow. That's, that's going to be quick. That could be a couple weeks, <laughs> maybe a month if we're lucky. You know what? If it's if it's five in the first two weeks, I'm out. If it's seven or eight in the first month, I'm out. Yeah, I'll give them a little grace period. That's fair. But like, I I mean, they are just so bad. Yeah, we're sponsored by a chocolate bar now. And they have like, they haven't put together a roster full of the best people either. So it's like even tougher to root for. Like if you're gonna suck, at least have some good guys up there. Yeah, you got Kai Jones dancing barefoot in a parking garage in downtown Charlotte. I hope he's just having fun, but sometimes I worry about his mental health. There's something going on with that guy. Uh Bridges did what he did. Um Brandon. But he's Miller. in uniform though. He was in the he was in the photos at Media Day. Great. I mean, I, I, it's going to be tough to root for that guy. Yeah. You know? Uh, Air Raid said, watch some Soul Train clip. That was my jam. Soul Train. I, I vaguely remember some Soul Train. From, oh, uh, the Soul Train line? Youth. Oh, man. That was one of my favorite things to watch. That's what I live for is the Soul Train line. And I remember being up late and seeing Showtime of the Apollo as well. Oh, yeah. As a kid. I But I've, I always felt, and as a younger person, uh, child, I always felt it was so mean the way they would boo you off stage. Like I didn't understand it at the time. I think I kind of like that. I think that's why. Now, I, now I like that I'm older, off. I'm like, yeah, get them off, you yeah. know. But uh, you know, if it was a bad act or if it was a bad show, they would boo you off, and then that guy would come with the hook and and shove you off. But I, I just didn't understand it at the time. But now that I'm older, I definitely understand it. Ryan still sports his Bobcats gear. He said, I'll never not love that franchise, no matter how consistently bad they are. I brought him my Bobcats uh, Gerald Wallace jersey to show Reggie Williams just to prove to him that somebody here still had Bobcats gear <laughs> in Eastern North Carolina. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Hour three. Uh, I've got to. Ryan says, boo, clip off the show. Boo. <laughs> You know what? It does hurt. I changed my mind on that. Um, I got to get out of here soon. I hope Chan Man returns. I just received a text from him. He's on his way back. Okay. Um, and I guess P Mace is not going to show. 
He ghosted us in October. No, he's right there. God made you look. (laughs) (laughs) Tough segment for me. You do not have a Primo's Bresnick jersey. You're lying. You're a a liar. There's no way you have that jersey. We'll take a break. Come back. Hour three after this. We're going to let it slide. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. down uh, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips, or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, Down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join Down on Main every Wednesday for half-priced wings from 4 until close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Sorry, I had a meeting with Glenn real quick. The big dog. Yeah, when Big Dog steps in the studio, you gotta you gotta pay attention to what's going on. He came barking in the studio, and uh, we had to bark it up for a minute. George Springer fly out to right, and Sonny Gray is out of a jam. It is scoreless as they go bottom of the second in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. And surely, I saw Rays fans having something to cheer about. I guess they scored a run, one single run. Yeah, they scored a run. Uh, so it's now seven one, but. You know, unless their bats get really hot, nah, I'm not holding my breath on this one. Update there on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. By the way, more baseball tonight. Diamondbacks Brewers. D-backs lead the series 1-0. That at 7 o'clock on ESPN2. 8 o'clock ESPN. Marlins at Phillies. Philadelphia 1-0 series lead there. And a couple of college football games. Uh, Jacksonville State will be at Middle Tennessee and FIU at New Mexico State. So uh, two college football games coming up on this Wednesday night. And now we're in that great stretch where there's going to be football games on every night of the week because starting next week, we'll have our Tuesday night college football games. Okay. Every night. Riveting. Are you not riveted? I'm excited. What are you going to do? You you don't want football on every night? I do. What what was sarcastic about what I said? You I said, said riveting. You said riveting. Oh, because I used a bit of some upper class vocabulary. You thought I was says, so sarcasm. Nobody says riveting and means it. Never, never I been do. done before. I do. Merch alert: The Parker Bird Still I Rise T-shirts are available for pre-order right now. Uh, the tea is available to pre-order until October fifteenth. And how about already th- over three hundred orders? for that awesome parker bird shirt if you haven't seen it yet make sure you go to pirate radio it's on our uh 
twitter account it's on facebook you can go to piratewear.com and pre-order your shirt you can have it delivered right to your door or you can have it uh, where you can pick it up at ube but put in your pre-order now for the parker bird still i rise shirt really a cool logo yeah i had a chance to uh, hang out with parker yesterday he came in to cut the commercial for uh his shirts and uh, we got to chit chat for a little while and uh turns out we know a couple of people we have some mutual friends and uh he was telling me about the shirt and i'm pretty excited about it it, if you haven't seen the design it's actually a really cool design yeah and uh i fully intend to get one i haven't placed my order yet but i'm going i'm going to do it before the uh the 15th which is the deadline Coming up, uh, whenever Chan Man gets here, I'm going to split, and uh, you will hear from Will Bland. Uh, he will join us on the Halloween Express live line. By the way, counting down the days to Halloween. Halloween Express is open seven days a week. You can find them right next to Target. It is Greenville's premier Halloween superstore. Halloween Express gets shopping today. Kids, adults, everybody in between. Pick out your costumes, your uh, your gear, the decor, everything is available there at Halloween Express. Uh, owned and operated by Lisa and Clay Cartwright. And we appreciate their support of the Halloween Express live line. And Conley Rose, Shirley Rhodes, going on Friday night right here on Pirate Radio. We'll talk to Will Bland today. We'll talk to Nate Connor coming up on Thursday. Now, is that at Conley or at Rose? I believe that is at D.H. Conley. Oh, so the showdown at Hollywood Crossroads. Yes. Oh, this is going to be a fun one because anybody who's ever been around this these parts, there are rivalries uh, between schools. Like, for example, Farmville Central, which is the high school I went to. We had rivalries with Green Central and in later years, Aiden Grifton, Rose and Conley. It is it's like the Bears and Packers of high school football. It should be a fun, fun atmosphere. And let me tell you something. Those Conley students they show up for these football games and i wonder what the theme is going to be i I don't know because they do have a theme i mean they are rabid on friday night and you know rose high school students are are not that much different they're they're going to show up too so it'll be a fun atmosphere so if you uh are you know if it's a nice night on friday night and don't have anything to do go check out some local high school football it should be a lot of fun over there in hollywood crossroads you go to e smith though oh yeah did you? Oh, what? E. Smith on a Friday night against 71st? Is oh. that You went to E. Smith for real? Wait, high school? Yeah. No, no, no. no. Uh, they were in my where conference. Where did you go? Overhills. So I played uh, against schools like Pine Forest, Terry Sanford, 71st, okay. K. Fear. Oh, but E. Smith against 71st was a great game. Not the safest, but a great game. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a uh, Conley basketball playoff game at E. Smith, and... It was uh, an experience. Yeah. <laughs> Driving down Murkison Road. And we had uh, a big group of people, and we did our chants and stuff. And then about the fourth time our guys got dunked on, we kind of just stopped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and got caught. East Smith basketball <laughs> against Westover is a crazy matchup as well. Yeah. Westover, that's where DeMarco Dunn was. There you go. Fun, fun stuff. Down All right. there in Cumberland County. Oh, yeah. Chan Man is here. Going to let him take over in a moment. Let's see anything else I want to say before I get out of here today. I want to say all of y'all are beautiful, even you ugly people. You're all you're beautiful in your own way, whether it be the inside and the things you do for others. I want to, I want to say that today. I got to say I'm enjoying this bye week and kind of talking other topics, playoff baseball, ECU basketball, NFL, and uh, just kind of taking a breath from pirate football, you know? 
Well, I mean, sometimes it helps to just kind of step away and yeah. kind of recharge your batteries and do those types of things. And, you know, this was a good week to do it. And, you know, on the off week and there you go. Having said that, we will have audio from uh, Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Carroll coming up on Thursday's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Uh, so we'll have that for you. All right, Chandler, your instructions are Will Bland interview and then it's on you it's on y'all so what? uh take it to the house big, okay big chance so just a quick did you see okay fit check bryce Har- bryce harper <laughs> and uh this is uh it's on twitter it's uh yahoo sports but uh bryce harper just pulled up in uh and just walked into the clubhouse with custom made phillies cowboy boots but he looks like he just walked right out of a cornfield and into the clubhouse i he's gotta got say that, he's got overalls on and i mean he looks like he just walked yeah i mean aside from the very fancy boots i don't like bryce harper but if he was on my team i'd probably like him he'd probably be my favorite player yeah he's like one of those guys <laughs> can't stand him but probably would like him if he well was on my i mean squad. did you see uh maybe over the weekend when the regular season closed out he got real frustrated and he got mad and he threw his helmet into Angel the Hernandez. stands yeah yeah he threw his ha- helmet into the stands oh, and a kid caught it and he asked for it back bryce harper did and signed it and gave it to the kid so i mean whoop de doo <laughs> No, nah, he seems pretty hey, cool. Hey, I don't see you taking your hat off and signing it and handing it to a kid. Nobody's so. getting my hat. I know. Oh, that's man. what Nobody. I'm saying. All that's right. Jamie point. said later, pumpkin butt. Later. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Chan Man's going to take over with uh, Shirley, Joey, and the crew. I'll see you guys on Thursday. And uh, we got to do a giveaway. Don't forget that, guys. Yeah, we'll do that later on in the hour. All right, let's take a break. When we return, Chan Man, Will Bland, and more. Back with you after this. Bars. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it is uh, dress, casual, or a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. Russell's has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Pirates supporting pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Back in to a Thursday edition, or excuse me, a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Chandler Honeycutt here with you as Clip Brock and the crew are heading to the weekly press conference, a bye week for the Pirates this week, but we will still talk to head coach Mike Houston, offensive coordinator Donnie Kirkpatrick, and also defensive coordinator Blake Harrell. 
So we'll have all that on our social media. Tune in to a, at PR927FM on our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all of the rest of the social media platforms as well. So uh, welcome in. As I said, Chandler Honeycutt here with you. Shirley Rhodes on the audio. Intern Joey on the video. How are we doing today, guys? We're doing great. Shirley, how are you doing? Oh, I was just jamming a while ago. So I'm I know. Doing fantastic. I, I thought the music was, uh, that it kept going on and on and on, but it is a good jam there. You always do a good job with the bumper music. Well, I do what I can because, you know, YouTube does have all sorts of little, you know, things that that don't let us play the songs the way they are meant to be played. So sometimes I have to find a workaround. And right now it's live versions of certain songs. And sometimes if you want a song that goes back a ways, it's going to have a, well, for lack of a better term, a muddy sound to it. But earlier in the show, Clip and I were talking about... um, Oh my God, my brain just. The guy, Butler, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Good Lord, my brain just stopped. But um, anyway, his hairdo, when I first saw it. Jermaine Stewart? Yep. Jermaine Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. I I listened to that. I listened to that segment. And I thought that was funny. One, I didn't know who Jermaine Stewart was, but I did. He did well, give me some he was, Cat Williams vibe. Yeah, Cat Williams was another one. I said Andre three thousand. Um, but one of the things that interests me is that uh, way back when, when Jermaine Stewart kind of came onto the scene, this is like mid to late eighties. He he like publicly claimed that he would be bigger than Michael Jackson, and he was a one hit wonder. He was a one hit wonder. And his song was, you don't have to take, take your, your clothes, clothes off. off. That's right. To have a good time. In parentheses. All right. Hey, yo. What? Pause. What? Don't wink at me after saying <laughs> the title Nobody of that song. Wink <laughs> don't wink at me. Don't wink at me uh, he's after seen saying the title of that PRL song, PRL family, he's, he's not seeing things correctly. No, but great job with the jams and the bumpers. And I'm just glad we don't have to listen to the generic stuff anymore. And I, to Trust be, me, I, it, it, it killed me to have to do that to, to be honest um i actually there's some songs that i like to listen to the live version anyway rather oh, yeah. than the recorded version oh yeah there's one there's uh and you'll hear me play it from time to time is the uh it, there's a whitney houston one yeah. where she absolutely just kills the live version i want to dance with somebody i want to dance with somebody and yes. so emotional yeah those two yeah, she does right, a she does a great live version of those what'd you say hit me with that line real quick I want to dance with somebody. Yeah, but sing it. Like, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> you got to do it. I, I want to feel the heat with somebody. <laughs> I, I needed that. I needed that high note. Heat. <laughs> got to hit it. Got to hit it. All right. Well, let's get to the interview. Um, big week in high school football, especially locally. A big one coming up at Hollywood Crossroads. Big coming ball up. game. Big ball game, as Mark Lindsay would say, coming up Friday at 7 o'clock. And you can hear it right here on Pirate Radio. It's D.H. Conley and J.H. Rose going at it at Hollywood Crossroads. And earlier today, Clip Brock talked to J.H. Rose head coach Will Bland. I have the honor of asking, Coach, Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Hey, doing good, doing good. And, uh, Will, we got a big one coming up this week against my D.H. Conley Vikings. And uh, your squad looking pretty good coming off uh, two straight victories, Will. So after a four-game losing streak, how nice is it to to win two in a row and uh, get a little momentum going for your guys? Uh, it's pretty good. You know, it's 
that four game winning um, losing streak that we had when we played against some real um, good competition. I think somebody looked at it. Um, the four games we lost, um, they got a combined record of twenty one and one. So huh. I thought we played a good non conference, and you know Jacksonville's doing a great job this year um, in the conference. So um, just to be able to get them two wins on their belts just shows the team, hey. We work. We still working hard. We still trying to reach our goals, so we can go out there and just execute and play great defense. We have the ability to win. Yeah, tough start to the season and a tough finish here with D.H. Conley, Newburn, Havelock coming up to wrap up the season for the Rampants. So, what's going right for you the last uh, couple of games, Will, to get those wins? What, what have you guys been doing, Will? Well, our defense has been doing a great job of being able to hold a um, opposing team to some under hundred yard rushing, uh, under um, hundred yard passing. So, uh, as long as they can keep playing fast and do what they do out there and uh, get the calls, get the call. Okay, so we'll be all right. And the offense, uh, just trying to get our guys to click and trust each other. You know, we still are playing the two quarterback system, and I think both the guys bring um, different aspects to the game. So when either one of them in, we can go down and score. Um, getting um, some of our big playmakers involved as Landon Richards. He's had a great two games. I think he'll, he has five catches for 296 yards and five touchdowns in the last two games. So got him back involved. And then with the other guys helping out with um, Justin Biggs, Malachi Keys, um, Camden Best, um, they, they're doing a great job out there at wide receiver also. Will Bland joining us, head football coach of the J.H. Rose Rampants, coming in winners of two in a row, three and four on the season, and D.H. Conley up next. And Will, um, how much have you embraced this rivalry? You obviously want to make it just another game, but it also is important to a lot of people uh, in the area. So what do you think about the rivalry with D.H. Conley? Well, I've been part of this since 08, and this is a big rivalry. It's um and, you know, early on in my coaching career, it wasn't that big how successful Rose was. But um, I think in 2010, 2011, they started becoming a, a real team that you have to worry about. And now they're one of the, one of the top teams in the state. So, you know, it doesn't matter what their record is. It's a rivalry game. Each team want to beat each other and want to have bragging rights. Um, throughout the um, the county, so um, I enjoy it. I have fun. Uh, most people don't know that we get uh, us and the coaches get along great um, throughout <laughs> the year. So you know, <laughs> it's just that one thing. Hey, let's go out there and play, and then at the end of the day, we're gonna shake hands and still be friends. And uh, and both Conley and Rose can draw good crowds, but man, when you guys get together, it is uh, it is quite a sight and quite a scene, and uh, going to be that way coming up this Friday. So just great uh, for all the people to get together too and, and watch a football game on a Friday night in Eastern North Carolina. I agree, I agree, and it's, it's some of the best atmosphere you see out there. Um, you, you see people that you haven't seen in a while, and the kids get to go out there and perform in front of the whole county. Um, and have a great time, and just do the, uh, what you enjoy, and that's going out there, playing football for the kids, and being able to coach it as coaches. How about this Conley team, Will? Two and four on the year, and you know, Conley uh, had a, a good little history there of sending guys to, to East Carolina, to, to D1, to D2, to wherever, to play football. A uh, little down this year, looks like, just looking at their record. We'll talk to Nate Connor coming up on uh, tomorrow's show, but how about this D.H. Conley team? Uh, what do they do well, and, and what are they struggling with right now? Well, they do. Um, Nate does a great job. His quarterback is doing a great job out there getting the ball out on time. Um, they 
um, when they do need to run, they are able to run the ball. Um, they're trying to get the ball to that um, dynamic playmaker they got in Crumlin yeah. everywhere on the field on offense. So, you know, as for us, we got to know where he at all the time. And then we got to be able to count for him. And then when he does get the ball, we got to make tackles. Yeah, he's pretty good at making people miss, so we need to make sure we rally rally around him and make sure we get him on the ground. On defense, they are, they're young on defense. Um, they got a bunch of juniors playing, got a couple of seniors, but uh, again, the Crumpler's the one that make everything go. He plays the middle of the field, and as offense, we got to know where he's at at all times because you you want to try game planning um, for him to be like, all right, well, if he's over here, let's try to do something away from him, or hey, if he's over here, let's let's attack him so we can try to get somebody else open. Um, but they're going to play some cover three, some cover two, um, and they're going to bring some heat. So we got to be able to pick up blitzes, and then we got to execute in the run game, try to establish that early, and then hopefully we can that can open up the passes. Will Bland joining us here on Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. And, Will, uh, I know you'll be taking a lot of folks, a lot of uh, fans with you there to D.H. Conley. So it should be a really fun Friday night. You can hear it right here on Pirate Radio. Will, while I got you here, former ECU wide receiver, um, can you can you give these guys some tips on how to catch the ball? Way too many drops for the Pirate wide receivers this year. What's going on, man? Uh, I just think it's probably just um, they're not um, being focused on the field. I mean, like I, it's something that you do, something that you practice all all year, all practice throughout the season. And I can say I wasn't that great of a um, practice player, but you know, in the game, if the ball comes to you, you got to make the catch. You don't know how many of them you're gonna get, so you got to make the most of it. And I don't think the guys are out there making the most of the balls coming to them. So you know, you just gotta get them back out there and get them trusted trusting the ball, then hopefully it's trickled down, and we got this bye week, so um, just re- reiterate, hey, guys, we got to catch the ball. Things can't happen unless you catch the ball. You can't run without the ball, so <laughs> uh, we get <laughs> we get that fixed, and I, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, uh, important bye week for Mike Houston and his staff as East Carolina trying to right the ship here. Rough year for those guys so far, and J.H. Uh, Rose has certainly uh, uh, got back on track with two straight wins, looking for three in a row when they take on D.H. Conley. Will, give me a, a key or two for Friday night. What do you guys need to do well to get the rivalry win? Well, we just got to be able to handle the atmosphere when we get out there. Um, there's going to be so many guys who haven't been in this game before. Um, it's, just, it's, it's a big game. Everybody's going to be there. You're going to have people you, you haven't seen in a while. You're going to have fans from um, college year back, Rose year back, wanting to see a great game. So you got to be able to uh, be able to control yourself and have composers out there. Um, things are going to go bad. Um, so hopefully not that many, but you got to be able to adjust to what goes bad and then make sure you can write that ship and get back to um, what what you do right. And then um, the other key is, you know, we got to put some points on the board and just help our defense out so they can stop them. So as long as we get in the end zone, I think we'll have a good night. Will Bland joining us on the Halloween Express Live Line. Will, thanks so much, man. Good luck on a Friday, and uh, we'll talk to you again down the road. All right, appreciate it. Thanks, Cliff. All right, there's Clip Rock and J.H. Rose head coach. Will Bland talking Conley and Rose coming up uh, Friday night at 7 o'clock. You can hear it right here on Pirate Radio, a big one at Hollywood Crossroads. Um, let's take a break. Uh, before we do, let's open up the live line, the Halloween Express live line, that is. And let's make you a winner. Let's see what's in the booty bag. Surely, what's in the booty bag today? 
How about lunch for two at Tiebreakers? Lunch for two at Tiebreakers. I'll be heading there after the show is over for a little social. I'll be participating in the Delcor Teed Off to Cancer Tournament tomorrow with Jason Nichols, Marcus Crandall, and my good friend Frank Lee of Appliances Superstore. So I cannot wait to play some golf tomorrow. Uh, what color do they need to be? I'm going to go with color eight. Color eight is the winner. 317-1250 on the Halloween Express live line. Call in now and be a winner. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck. They have the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a single game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly Jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. And as we head back into the show, Chandler, I just saw on Twitter or X or whatever they call it these days. X. Uh, X. Uh, the Orioles have released their game time for game one of the American League Division Series. It will be at 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Man. So the O's and Camden Yards are going to be rocking coming up on Saturday. The O's fans have waited a long time for this. And uh, so it's going to be fun to watch. On Pirate Radio? No. we uh, ESPN holds the rights to oh. all the uh, postseason games. So we, you know, we're allowed to carry the regular season, but postseason is out of the question. Where is Jonathan Ellerby at? Because we have some day Oriole baseball coming up. That's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard that Shirley just read the live our live read for, uh, taking a look at that, the Rangers have a 7-1 lead over the Rays. They're looking to get the uh, series win here uh, in Tampa Bay as they lead 7-1, bottom of the ninth. So that game is just about over. And then looking at the Twins and Blue Jays, that is knotted up at zero in the bottom of the fourth. And then coming up tonight, Diamondbacks looking to take the series away from the Brewers as they won last night. So that game is at 7 o'clock on the Deuce, ESPN 2. And then Phillies and Marlins at 8 o'clock on ESPN. The Phillies looking to head to Atlanta and play the Braves in the NLDS. So that's a t- uh, quick look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. The Buck. Um, try to discuss with Joey of what we should talk about as we uh, have about 19 minutes until we wrap up the show. And uh, I don't think we've done an immaculate grid. Unless, Shirley, do you have something we want to talk about? Uh, well, I wanted to bring up something that you guys mentioned earlier in the show. So when you guys were playing Guess the Line, mm-hmm. what was the line on the Dolphins? 11. 11. The Dolphins are 11-point favorites over the 
Who are they playing? I believe they're playing the Giants, Giants this week. Giants is the sorry, sorry football Giants. Why on earth would they make it so... To me, that's low. I mean, we all were above 11. I went, I think, 14 and a half. I was the closest with 13. Then. And then... Uh, Ken said 16. Wattage, uh, he was around, what, you said 16? Yeah. So we were all over on the line. So I think it should be higher. It seems like we all think it should be higher, but it is a 11-point favorite line for the Miami Dolphins. Could And I'm just going to put this out there because the Giants are, as a matter of fact... Bad. They're, they're really bad. We were talking about this yesterday. I saw that meme where the NFL, quote unquote, released uh, new rules saying that the uh, defensive lines have to um, count to seven Mississippi before they can rush the Giants offensive line because they're yeah. that bad. So, you know, given that information and just how dreadful the Giants are, which, by the way, if the Giants are that bad and they're that terrible, why is Ryan Jones still on the practice squad? Ask me that. It's a good question. Former Pirate Ryan Jones um, still on the practice squad. Yeah. I actually, I wasn't for sure what his status was if he had been cut from the practice squad. But yeah, why not bring him up? They do have Darren Waller, who's on my fantasy team. And Darren Waller has proven himself to be well, one even, of the best tight ends in, in the NFL. But um, I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess why not try to bring up Ryan Jones? And we'll see what he can do. I mean, at this point... You know, I mean, first of all, the coach that's the Giants who whose name is escaping me. Brian DeBall. Thank you. He's no Tom Coughlin. See, now, when Tom Coughlin was the head coach of the Giants, they usually they used to stink it up for the first five or six weeks of the season. And then somehow they would get it together and at least make a, 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 a run in the postseason, whether it be – or in the playoffs – at, you know whether it be first round second round whatever but at least they they finished out the season somewhat respectable whatever they are putting out on the field right now doesn't even look like football to me so at this point i'm thinking the head coach needs to you know basically as we talked about you know with donnie kirkpatrick look throw the whole kitchen sink in there start pulling guys off the practice squad i mean i know that there's some some technical things that have to be done in order to get that to happen but you know if you've got a good tight end that is sitting there on the practice squad but you are in desperate need of other players on the field to be able to make an impact you've got a darren waller well you know what's wrong with having two tight ends on the field what's wrong with maybe transitioning him to some other position on the field so that you have someone because the one thing that ryan jones does have is sure hands and that's the problem that the giants have right now they they don't have any offensive weapons and to me given all of that it seems almost offensive as a dolphins fan fan to have 11 point favorite that's just me but i just feel like and and yes we lost last week but we lost to a very good bills team i could we hang another 70 this week it's <laughs> very possible as bad as this giants team is yeah um you put up 70 points in at least two games in a season that's to do it one time is crazy if you can do it twice um i'm telling you if you can get to 70 and you got time left, you kick that field goal and you make it 73. We want 70. I know a team that put up 70. Uh-huh. East Carolina football back in 2014 over the Tar Heels of North Carolina. I was at that game. The Tar Heels. We want 70. Kurt Benkert punches it in to give the Pirates 
uh, 70 points over UNC. Um, yeah, of course, I would love to see you know, former Pirates play this week, including guy you mentioned, Ryan Jones, coming off the uh, practice uh, practice squad for the Giants. Isaiah Winstead is a guy I would love to see get a shot maybe mm-hmm. one one time this year. Uh, can Holt Naylor's find a spot on the team and maybe find himself on the sideline for an NFL team this year? We shall see. Um, but a former Pirate that we will see on the field this week is Keaton Mitchell as they announced today that he is back at practice. And it looks like Keaton Mitchell is going to be playing for the Ravens coming up this weekend and can be contributing to a lot of people's fantasy teams as I know a lot of people have them on their fantasy team and I remember doing my draft and I did see Keaton Mitchell and I was so tempted to take him and I didn't and I was like I remember last week we were talking about hey you need if you're if you if nobody has Keaton Mitchell in your league you need to go out and get him off of waivers and I think he's been one of the most hot commodities when it comes to getting someone off the waiver wire. Yeah, in all the fantasy football, and he's top five. Last week, I was I remember driving around, and I looked, and somebody in my fantasy, it popped up on my notifications that somebody in my league had picked up Keaton Mitchell. So I was like, man. Well, the thing is, too, is uh, he is practicing. His, his first day of practice was today. Um, although we've seen him in a 34 jersey, somebody said he was in a different number jersey. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that because I go by the numbers a lot of times to try to keep up. So, um, But he is eligible to play uh, Sunday. They could have waited until Saturday, as long as Saturday, and, and to activate him, and he still would have been able to play on Sunday. But I guess they want to get him into some practice reps and, and whatnot. But also, he's he's a good third uh, running back option for John Harbaugh. He also has, um, you know, of course, that blazing speed that we're all, you know, waiting to see on an NFL field. He's shown flashes of it in the preseason. The other thing, too, is is that he has 21 days now that he's been activated and off the IR. He's got to make the 53-man squad, which I don't think is going to be a problem because I think that that was their plan all along. But if he somehow does not get you know, added to that 53-man roster, he has to go back on the IR. So he's got 21 days to get that done. So uh, we'll keep a you know an eye on that. But I I don't think that that's going to be a situation that Keaton's going to have to face because I think once Keaton gets on the field and and gets some live game experience, um, you know, in a in a regular season where games matter. I'm not talking about preseason. I'm talking about regular season where games matter. And uh, to see him be, be successful, I don't think it's going to be a problem. And I think you're going to see a lot more of him because uh, a lot of the Ravens fans, they are raving, uh, pardon the pun, uh, <laughs> raving about Keaton Mitchell. They are ready to see him take the field. They are ready to see him, quote, eat. Uh, and so let are him we. Eat. Let him eat. And they are, they are ready. They are stoked that they uh, uh, took him off the IR uh, today. So uh, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Who do they have on Sunday? They have the Steelers. Steelers. Okay, the Steelers. Okay, so interesting because the Steelers have not been playing very well. So this this could be a prime opportunity for him. Yeah, I mean, we already knew as, as Pirate fans and covering EC football how good and how special he is when it comes to running the football. And I believe that Ravens fans saw that in the preseason because he really did have a great preseason. Obviously, as he did make the. 53-man roster, even though they did put them on the IR, they were saving them up for this very moment as they face the Steelers coming up on Sunday. So um, I think, yeah, I think he's pretty safe. They do have some injury problems, especially in that running back room, and I think if he can transition what he did 
in the preseason to the regular season, I think he's going to be. Uh, I think he's going to be a safe lock to be a Raven for at least the remainder of the year. And the thing is, is I'm ready to see what they do with Keaton Mitchell. What did they do? I know he's might, he's probably he's not going to be the starting running back, but you looked at the first preseason game they had. They had him back there returning kicks for the opening kickoff. So. And I, th- I think that's where they're going to at least have him there. And he's going to see some time at running back, but I think special teams is where it's going to be. So, I mean, kickoff returns, punt returns. Um, they're going to get Keaton Mitchell involved somehow um, this weekend as he's finally back off the IR and will be making his NFL debut for the Ravens. So, very excited about Keaton and what he potentially can do for Baltimore. And and the thing is, is out of all the former Pirates that are currently on practice squads and currently on, uh, you know, with Holton, uh, it it was a situation where uh, practice squads, you know, as far as injuries go, um, there's some moving parts in the background that uh, some people may not know about. But in terms of injuries, there's certain positions that have more of a need. So they have to take someone and, you know, wave them so that they can make room in the practice squad for, uh, for injury reasons. The, the only one that's going to be really, really tough, I think, is going to be Isaiah Winstead, just because the 49ers, you know, they are relatively healthy, but they also are loaded on uh, in terms of wide receivers. So it's going to be difficult for Isaiah to really separate himself uh, from all of those teams. Now, it, having said that, if there is an injury, you know, there is that potential that he can get activated from the practice squad. But from everything that I've read so far that he has done very well in the practice squad they are very impressed with him they like him um, so I you know it would not surprise me not one bit that somewhere during the season we may see him on the field just like Jaquan McMillan who was on the practice squad for the Broncos and Jaquan. has Jaquan McMillan Jaquan McMillan uh, who's a shock <laughs> who's a shock and now he's moved you know he started out I think at safety now he's uh, over in nickel but um, you know, but due to injuries and other things and and subtractions, the Broncos now have Jaquan as a starting, uh, uh, I think as a starting nickelback. So for him, you know, same process. He was on the practice squad for forever. They liked him. They kept him there. And then his opportunity came up, and he took advantage of it. I'd love to see Isaiah to do it before the end of this season. But I would not be the least bit surprised if we do see him at some point. In uh, the uh, gold and what is that called? Maroon? What is that called? Red? Red and gold? Yeah, more like a maroon, I think. Yeah, maroon. Yeah. Yeah, you know, reddish. But in a 49ers uniform, you know, on a Sunday. So I'm looking forward to it. I'd love to see it because, you know, we're all big um, Isaiah fans here. So I'd love to see it. Love to see Ryan Jones get on the field because God knows the Giants need some help. Um, And, uh, and, you know, at some point, I hope that the Seahawks or someone else uh, gives Holton a call too, because he deserves a chance in the NFL. Um, update on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. The, Buck. the Twins uh, had the bases loaded with no outs, and Carlos Correa, with his 60th R- uh, postseason RBI, squeaks past the shortstop and scores a runner. They go up one to nothing, and then. Uh, a fielder's choice uh, brings in another run, so now they are up two to nothing with a man on third and two outs in the bottom of the fourth. Um, and then the Texans, or the, excuse me, not the Texans, uh-huh, the, the, the Rangers. I did uh, it too. The Rangers have won. Um, they knock off the Tampa Bay Rays, and they will be playing the Orioles. 
uh, coming up this weekend. Saturday at 1 o'clock. Saturday at 1 o'clock, some day baseball for the Orioles. They'll be facing the Rangers and the Minnesota Twins. Looking to take care of business today and head on to the next round of the playoffs. So, a little quick look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Buck. Let's take a time out. When we return, we'll wrap up the show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, The Dow had a good day today. It was up 127 points at 33,129. The NASDAQ was up 176 at 13,230. And the S&P was up 34 at 4,263. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to Chandler. Turn your mic on. All right, time to put a bow on the show. Thanks for tuning in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. And also thank you to Wattage. Kim Watlington of WNCT Channel 9 and Cy Seymour talking ECU basketball as we approach basketball season. Always a good time to talk to Cy Seymour and get us in a good mood. And also, Patrick Mason did not show up. Don't know why I mentioned his name. So, I did see Patrick Mason in Houston over the weekend. So, um, great seeing him over the weekend. Hope to see him next week on Pirate Radio Live. And then also, Will Bland talked to Clip Brock as J.H. Rose gets prepared for the battle at Hollywood Crossroads as Rose and Conley will go at it Friday night at 7 o'clock. And you can hear it right here on Pirate Radio. For Shirley Rhodes and intern Joey, I'm Channel Honeycutt. Voice, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.